Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Episode 155 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on Wednesday, March 11th, 2015, and my name is Dan Gorman. Don't worry about me. I'm pretty but tough, like a diamond or beef jerky in a ball gown. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Casey Lyons. Why? Why would God make an insect that will poop in your mouth and laugh at your children? (laughs) My name is Greg Legro, and I've been fulfilling a lot of people's prophecies about me. I've become a real scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We have tons to talk about this week. Two of us saw Chappie while one of us stayed at home and watched the robot film Transmorphers. Uh, we listened to a Randy Newman album because of my Punishment album. Uh, we will be rolling for movies next week. We'll talk for half an hour to 45 minutes about news and movies and such off the top. And then we will also play 90210 Yeah Relay at the mm-hmm. end of the episode where we talk our way through the season two of 90210 Yeah Relay. Yeah. <laughs> 90210 Yeah. I, yeah. Can't say, I can't get from O to not saying yeah. Beverly Hills on 90210? Yeah, I just say it. Because <laughs> now we've said it so many times. That's just what you call That's it. That's just what I say now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I just go, oh, I got to watch 90210. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's not bad. Yeah. Same more like the Kool-Aid man. Maybe that's more fun. 90210. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right through a wall. Yeah, Brandon in here, he's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Shut up, Donna. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody hates me, Dad. Oh my God! I'm hot. Is it hot? I'm, yeah, I'm all right. It's a warm. The weather outside is, is frightful. Is <laughs> <laughs> a frightful and b absolutely lovely. Yeah, it's really nice, nice now. Yeah, there. it's not no. so cold anymore. Yeah, for it, now. Yeah, for it's now. It's coming back. It always comes yeah, back. Yeah, that's that's. I hate this part where yeah, it's yeah. all nice and temperate. I'm and not getting like, excited. It's yeah. over. And then the weather's like week. a Stephen King book. Sometimes they come back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. Or was that just a movie? <laughs> the weather's like a Stephen King book. It is very <laughs> bad. <laughs> was that a book? Sometimes they come back. Or was it's that a, just a, it's a, it's a short? That, uh, it's a short okay. story. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if it was just a movie and maybe I spoke at a turn. No, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's both. Okay. It's actually a series of of increasingly. Oh wait, I almost said retarded. No. Of just ridiculous. 
Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm thrown. <laughs> trying not to say the word retarded. Well, we can segue in. It. Uh, <laughs> gosh, uh, somebody hit me. <laughs> um, so, in last episode, we sent a call out for people to email us. We um, got like a flood of emails. We yeah. got a ton of emails. So, just before we talk about some of those emails, a reminder: keep your opinions and feedback coming. <laughs> I was waiting for it to yourself. <laughs> if uh, why don't you shut your fucking mouth? <laughs> yeah, don't. We don't want to hear your bullshit. Here's an email address. Don't use it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. No. So keep your feedback coming uh, at info at modernsuperior.com, mm-hmm. and you can rate and review us on iTunes as always. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wrote down some names because we got a, f- a bunch of really great emails. Yes. Uh, we'll start with an older email from Strange Jason about the Zappa album oh, we right. talked about. Oh, yeah, yeah. what a great about that. email. Really, yeah. really nice. Yeah. And huge, huge email about, about Zappa. Yeah. And just, just talking about how much he loves Zappa and like is super into Zappa, but he also recognizes his uh, vast shortcomings as a human being. <laughs> uh, Frank Zappa's not his own. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't yeah, like, I love was Zappa. Like, I'm, I'm not a good tipper. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Uh, <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That no, was that was that was a good one. Great, and, and just it was a very well written email. Yeah, yeah. very entertaining mm. and and informative all the way through. Totally. And then we got emails from Craig Chaos, Jordan Tullis, Tony D'Amico, mm-hmm. James Turpin, and Jill Shepard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So thank you guys for emailing us. It's always appreciated. And and everybody seems it's the consensus seems to be. Uh, stop whining and complaining that your show's too long. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. That seems totally. to be what everybody says. Yeah. And the uh, the email came in today from Jill was really really nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh um, man, it like one it, of the nicest I think. It almost made me a little emotional. Totally. Because it was just like I, I love that thing of and and I've said this on the show before and I'll fucking say it again. It's my show, you guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but I just I love that thing of like some, somebody who's like you know I, I I'm kind of stuck doing this thing like. Or, or I have all this time to myself, and and it's really nice to have, you know, like it feels like having three friends with me, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah, I yeah. just I've never had friends before, no, no. so it feels weird. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was, it, the sentiment was very like in a in a smaller town in Ontario, and yeah. like we don't have a, a lot of people here, just kind of like country music and like yeah. listening to the show, get get to hear like new you know music yeah. or movies and stuff to check out, mm-hmm. and and said that she wrote down like a, a list of things if we talked about it, and it sounded interesting. Thing that yeah, she would yeah. then check out. That's yeah. so nice. That's so great. <laughs> yeah. And she and the the and white lung. Awesome, right? Yeah. yeah. Totally. Fuck yeah. And what I was yammering about earlier yeah. uh, is uh, she, she just mentioned that if she had one problem with the show, it's the fact that we use the word retarded. Yeah. Uh, which uh, uh, which she has seen, you know, like offend some people to tears because she works with uh, the mm-hmm. developmentally. Yeah disabled i guess Mm -hmm. we're gonna try to to not say it yeah absolutely it's something that i feel like uh like our generation specifically it was totally fine to say retarded sure like oh my god that's fucking retarded but it's like it was also super fine to say oh dude that's gay yeah you you know and and i would never in a million years say that ever again even though i used to say it all the fucking time yeah Yeah. like you just kind of go this is ridiculous like why would you fucking uh, and it's the same with the word retarded like Mm -hmm. it's just so easy to say because it means uh, again like i don't 
mean it as an offensive thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah it's one uh, of those things that like it, it's hard. It's been kind of hanging on. Just you know, it's one of the one of the things people say that you've you've stripped the meaning from, but it you, you haven't really. Well, because yeah. I don't but think that it there's feels enough, like you have. There's an I don't think there's enough people kind of going like, hey, can we fucking stop saying this word because it sucks. Uh, so yeah, I think uh, yeah, let's stop yeah. saying that word. We'll be mindful of that for sure. Let's yeah. not definitely. And thank you for pointing that out because I think that's the way to 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 get that like moving. And, and yeah. if you hear it, you know, and she didn't be, say like you assholes are being jerks. It was just like I know you guys say it sometimes, and like here's kind of a yeah. like a yeah. Note she about didn't it. say stop saying it. She just said like it has uh, repercussions. She said I just I, that's the one thing I don't like that, yeah. that you guys do. And uh, you know, I I want us to be a show that is conscientious of of what our fans like and mm-hmm. want and 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 uh yeah yeah <laughs> so trailed off there i started looking at uh at the waveforms beverage oh no, it's your beverage there's yeah. like there's like a guy on it and he either has a kid on his shoulder or a baby for a head, a kid for a head. <laughs> that's pretty funny he looks like he has a baby for a head gets, yeah. oh and arms and uh, everything <laughs> yeah that, uh, and oh. feet in his armpits yeah. yeah i bet he makes a delicious juice yeah he does super <laughs> juice i'm drinking my super juice because i don't feel so good yeah and that was it'll the, give you a baby for a head <laughs> well that was the thing just to to put a, a pin in the note in the notes section the yeah. the jill email the, like i was feeling kind of sick this morning not really feeling like going to work and yeah. i got to work and read that email and just totally like wow what a like bright shining thing that happened today it's, yeah it's just really really nice to get that kind of an email yeah mm-hmm. definitely yeah. indeed so thank you it, all it warmed my shitty heart yeah <laughs> totally yeah send more i want more yeah more, more of your emails <laughs> we eat them up like <laughs> jelly beans <laughs> well now let's turn Jesus. in our uh, sites into the Itty Bitty Tidbit Committee, our okay. news and movie watching segment. Yes. Yeah. For those of you if you're just joining us. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's lots of stuff to talk about. I have a few things for movies and stuff, but do we want to start with news? What do we want to do? Yeah, let's do news first. Let's um, do it. I think uh, for the third fucking week in a row, we have a, a tragic death to talk yeah. about. Oh, yeah, Jesus. Totally. Well, a, a tragic death, but... I don't know. I don't want to say one is less tragic than the next, but I mean, if anybody was going to die of of a horrible disease, man, Sam Simon fucking did it right. Mm-hmm. Not the dying of a disease, yeah, but yeah, just yeah. he he went out in the fucking most phenomenal. Well, he and fought heroic for a while. Way. They gave him. I listened to uh, uh, an interview with him. Uh, I don't know, like like a year ago or something. Was it a Marin? I, Marin oh, posted maybe it was something. Marin. Yeah, I think he did the post of it, yeah. Yeah, and um, and he, he was like, yeah, when they diagnosed me, which was like a couple of years ago, he was like, you know, they gave me a couple months kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, he was like, and I just kept going. And, and so, yeah, basically he spent the last years of his life giving away his vast fortune to yeah. charities and just setting up charities and just being... Just doing what I think you should do if you know you have a limited time and yeah. a shit ton of money. Yeah. You know, like, why the fuck not? And and he was like, you know, my, my kids are set up and everything and everyone I care about, they're set up with a certain amount of yeah. money, but I don't want them to have too much money because it's going to fucking spoil them. Um, and he's like, so yeah, you know who needs my money? Everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What if? What? Totally. What if? Did we say thing? what he did? Who he was? For people who don't know the oh, name. Oh no, sorry. <laughs> I, I I always just assume. No, that no. I know. know who said. Yeah. Uh, oh, should I? Oh, you, sure. you guys are both looking. Yeah. At yeah. Me. 
Go I for it. I actually don't know. That's, <laughs> that's the awkward thing. Yeah, I had no idea. Um, uh, uh, Sam Simon was a uh, basically he was the showrunner on Taxi at 23 years old. Yeah. He was basically in charge of a whole fucking TV show uh, <laughs> when I was trying to per- perfect keg stands. Um, he, uh, I've never done a keg stand. When he was, way, when I was he was slide, I'm like, no, you haven't. Yeah. Full, dis- full disclosure, I've never done a fucking. When he keg was down. perfecting it, how old were you doing keg stands? <laughs> I was 23, Negative. hanging out with 18 year olds, going, guys, let's party. <laughs> My beard is fuller than yours. Uh, <laughs> but anyway. marginally. Uh, yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> well, you remember my beard when I was 23. Uh, it was a nightmare. Mm. But anyway, so he was the showrunner on Taxi. He was uh, integral on Cheers. Uh, he basically, like, uh, in- informed a lot of the sense of humor of that show. Mm-hmm. And then went on to create The Simpsons, yeah. which is basically one of the most yeah. influential. So, like, a lazy guy. Yeah. Really yeah. Not very funny. You fucking things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was, like, a big part of the formative years of The Simpsons and then continued to receive, like, an executive producer credit for a lo- forever, basically, because mm-hmm. of, yeah. of how important his work well, on the show was. I mean, was. He, he was one of the creators yeah. of the show, and, yeah, and, and yeah like, he, he got this fucking crazy deal. And he talks about it on Marin, too. Uh, I think it's that's the... the uh, the episode it's that probably I was listening that, yeah. to. Yeah. So they, go, go and listen to it because not only is he an, uh, an extremely inspirational person, he's a fucking awesome and hilarious person too. Yeah. yeah. Um. So anyway, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. really sad and that really sucks. It's not you know sudden or crazy or anything. no. It's still, 2015 has yeah. been very. Uh, it's, inc- oh, it's been well, a yeah. nightmare, and it's right. only fucking March. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um. So speaking of more news that we've kind of lots of stuff the same themes have been coming up over and over again on the show we talked a lot about Ghostbusters Mm -hmm. there is a bit of Ghostbusters news again (laughs) Uh, Ghostbusters it's a rumor um, but apparently so Anthony and Joe Russo are in the works to do a Ghostbusters film that will come on the heels of the all-female reboot that will be an all-male film yeah, that will play universe. in the... Yeah, because a few years back, Ackroyd was always trying to, like, fucking talk up. The Ghostbusters could be, like, a brand with, a, like, a shared universe, and we could have TV shows and movies and other movies, and then... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was kind of like... Which is fairly prescient in that, you know, they... That's what they've done with the Marvel universe. It was yeah. around that really time, that. though, so he was kind of being like, "Well, well, Marvel's doing it. Ghostbusters should." Oh, yeah. oh I don't okay. think it was I that. I thought, I thought you meant sort of. He before. maybe have t- could have talked about it a long time ago, but I feel like it was around the Marvel time. Right. I'm not 100 percent sure. But yeah. okay, so he's so not it was kind of it, it kind of felt yeah, like yeah. accurate. No, being Marvel like, already started hey. when, when they even like, the first notion of more Ghostbusters came along was like 2011 or 12. Yeah, well, I mean, he's been talking about Ghostbusters go to hell. Well, for he'll tell anybody about ages. Ghostbusters anything. <laughs> yeah, know, he's not doing a whole lot else, or he'll remember, do, remember or he'll do Bassmatic for you. Remember yeah. that good thing I did? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know. Celtic pride. I <laughs> heard this news and was just like... That's what he was talking about, yeah. Celtic Pride. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out it was in the Ghostbusters universe. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> Outside oh. the uh, arena, it was just ghosts everywhere. <laughs> mm. No, I heard this news and was like, all right. Like, A, it kind of... like 
apparently in this article it says like people at Sony don't know where like people are saying it's an all guy cast. It's yeah. like a rumor or whatever, but it did kind of feel like all right, now that like everybody on the internet was kind of like no, all female now it feels like well we'll have an all male one too because like their movie needs our support. That's, are the people who are not down with another Ghostbusters movies is it really that the, the it's ladies? Oh, or? I saw some fucking terrible Well, I think posts. I think there's a certain section of society that's fucking idiots. Yeah. yeah uh, but I just don't assume there's it's just like, like Ghostbusters I, yeah, fans. I don't, I don't, don't want... <laughs> it seems like... I, it just... I, I get... Like, I don't want more Ghostbusters because I don't want any more Ghostbusters. Yeah. I feel like yeah. you cheapen something special when you over-market it. Like, so much. Make so much of it. Like, you know, some movies are precious and special because they exist in only a time period. And I feel like it, it should be left where it is, you know? I like don't know. I, My mind I don't want to really... go on. Like, nobody wants a Casablanca ride and T-shirts and a Casablanca universe everyone can get well, inside think, of. think about how long and boring that ride would be. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Just yeah, like, I, know, I know what you just mean. Just like, leave it the fuck alone. It was really good. Think up a movie. Look at Brad Bird. Look at Tomorrowland. It yeah. looks so awesome, and it looks totally original and fresh and cool because somebody thought of something, by God. Yeah. Like, just leave it the fuck alone. I don't want any more. I don't care if it's dudes or <laughs> not dudes or... It's part dudes. It doesn't fucking matter. No which more. Part, which part would be dudes? The legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just. Why don't we just make another Ghostbusters movie where, where they got dude legs yeah, and lady yeah, bunch of ladies with dude legs? <laughs> Come on, Jason Ghost with those dude legs. Those ghosts will get nowhere. <laughs> Le- <laughs> Uh. Oh, man. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. No, I, I was, was I was going to yes and that, but I, like, I just need to enjoy it yeah. for a second. <laughs> I was just like, all right, you're already like planning. I, I'm interested to see if this uh, for new Ghostbusters movie is going to be any good. I'm game for it. I'm just going to like wait yeah. for it to come out and watch it. But mm-hmm. but don't like already start talking about like, and then we'll have another movie and then we'll do a TV show like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or and then we'll have like... Well, Tent-pulling like, is like the, the ultimate dream of all studios. Yeah. Who, who's Guys, I'm, I'm tent-pulling right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sony, right? Uh, Sony it is Sony, it? yeah, I think so. Yeah, so oh, can... they'll never fucking know. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> it, they won't either put too many villains in it and none of the emails about it will leak or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. nothing bad could go wrong. Uh, yeah, gross. no, just like, I don't know, just cool it. Let's see if this yeah. one's good. I'm optimistic, but I'm going to wait to see. Yeah. Fuck, man. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, speaking of Tomorrowland, the new trailer... I watched yeah. that yeah. and I'm very excited. Indeed. <laughs> it looks God it looks, damn it looks good. Yeah, it looks fucking amazing. Yeah. Mm. And it's weird like the the little glimpse that you get that you got of it with that that sort of teaser trailer yeah. thing. When I saw the full trailer I'm like this is exactly what I was expecting it to look like. Mm. Yeah. And it's amazing. Oh man, I cannot wait. Yeah. Totally. And it looks it looks like the the best elements of what of what Disney does. You know, like it looks Disney in the best yeah, possible for way. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Totally. Yeah, yeah I no, think that's super what Brad excited. Bird is. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like Iron Giant could have been like a Disney movie. Oh, it was man. Warner Brothers, but just so, so good, good. to have that like amazing feel to it. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like this movie, you're right, does kind of play back to that. Like, it almost, I mean, crazy special effects uh, shots aside, it yeah. is kind of like somebody discovering a new world and like going there with someone. And I don't like it. Just kind of has that sort of throwback Disney vibe. Yeah, that I feel like. like yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, There's like something a little there. bit of wonder and magic yeah. in a movie. Yeah. Amazing. Totally. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, uh, what, what else? else? What else about the news? Those were the what two else? things I wrote down. Yes, we, there's that new Daredevil trailer for the TV oh, that, show. That just oh, popped I, like I didn't yesterday. Bother. Yeah. No, no, I have, no, no. Is no. it good? Yeah, I heard it's, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah, is it really? Oh yeah. Isn't there somebody? I feel like there's somebody cool. Vincent D'Onofrio is playing. Uh, oh, Kingpin. playing Kingpin, right? Yeah. I saw a still of him, and I'm like, boy, did he get that fat? Or he's uh, been getting that fat. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. he's been building. So up that's all. Moment. That's pure D'Onofrio, he's a, right he's there. A big fella now. Yeah, well, I, 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 we've seen him gradually get. But like, I remember yeah. seeing him in the break. The breakup is that what it's called? That Jennifer Aniston and Vince Vaughn yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, and and thinking, well, he's a beefy fellow now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I don't think I've seen. And him he was at all, all. I remember in Adventures in Babysitting, he was. All fucking buff, yeah, buff guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, because like I feel like that's what they started out trying to market him as, yeah, yeah. like a, like a big old dreamboat. And then he was like, "Fuck this, I'm hungry. This dreamboat is starving. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fuck this. I'm gonna I'm gonna kill her out." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. It looks great, and they're basing it on the. Uh, well, if you want to, you know, make your superhero property good, find out if Frank Miller wrote any of it, and do that. Yeah. <laughs> so. They're doing the... Uh, Don't let him direct it. No, yeah. no, no. But they're doing... It's based on the, 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 the Daredevil kind of year one. I think it's even called year one. I mean, he did that with Batman, too, obviously. But uh, Yeah. And it's really gritty and really violent and super cool. Um, and it looks like they're pretty... Like the, the look and the, they're using that black costume. Not okay. The, uh, the red with the Ds. Yeah. So is this uh, a, yeah. is a Netflix thing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, in April it comes out. I think it looks great. It's really gritty. They're not afraid to have some fucking blood and cool. Because Daredevil's a really fucking different comic. It's not like all the other superhero stuff. He's Daredevil's kind of a mess. Yeah. <laughs> Can't keep his identity secret for the life of him. It just keeps <laughs> on coming out and all and he just ruins lives sometimes. It's really fascinating to read. Like just so many fuck ups and he's just really drawn to really screwed up people it's a really dark weird superhero comedy yeah just all takes place in hell's kitchen right he doesn't go save the universe he's like this this neighborhood yeah (laughs) yeah and i like that which is probably why they've had trouble with it because they don't know how to handle like movies don't know how to handle like something that isn't sort of just like he saves the world again (laughs) yeah yeah and like the daredevil the ben affleck one was just the worst not just because it was well there's some like there's so many things wrong with it but they just didn't get it they tried to make Daredevil Spider-Man or something like that. And yeah. Man, yeah. the flirting uh, kung fu scene that he has with Elektra, with the Jennifer Garner yeah. in the playground, is just one of the most awkward scenes <laughs> ever in a movie. It's so like, oh, just stop. Uh, these people should never get married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people have been like, oh, the director's cut's better. No, it isn't. <laughs> it's long. I was going to say, I heard that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've heard people say that. Yeah, they, they would lie to you because <laughs> that movie sucks shit. <laughs> Director Cutter, no. Um, did, did either of you see Electra the, the movie? Electra? No, I didn't. No, imagine. No. I don't think anybody did. No. Oh, well, I was like, <laughs> they did Daredevil first, right? And then they spun yeah. off. Like, it was kind of right. like, why did they make a spin off of that movie? I hated. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like uh, of a movie that I think everybody except for Kevin Smith hated. Yeah. 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 Oh man. Um, you mentioned Val Kilmer, so I'm going to try a segue here. So today, <laughs> now I've been so keeping this in my mind. Yeah. Today, I listened to an episode of the podcast Happy, Sad, Confused where he they, he was interviewing Will Forte, who spoke about how he lived with Val Kilmer for a time in, yeah. like, an apartment. Great conversation. During MacGruber? Yeah, during, like, or oh, just wow. after, around that time. Right. And the, he tells a great story about it, but that segues me into The Last Man on Earth. Right. Which oh, right. I watched the first two episodes yeah, of. Yeah, as, you guys, as did I. I yeah? Yeah. Um, so this is from Will Forte. He wrote it. 
Uh, he created really? it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, he, yeah, he he wrote it and created it with uh, uh, Phil, Phil Lord Miller and, and, yeah. and yeah, Phil. Sorry, his name on the show Phil. is Phil Miller. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Right. Yeah, um, I didn't know that Forte wrote it too. Yeah, it fucking cool. So it's got uh, Christian Shaw and Will Forte so far in it. I imagine yeah. there will be some more people eventually. But the first two episodes are the first episode is just Will Forte. Second episode is him and Christian Shaw. Yeah. Um, what did you think of this? Uh, I absolutely loved it. I loved it too. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's 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 so like, funny. Uh, yeah, you go like, okay, well, there, uh, we'll have twenty two minutes of just Will Forte. <laughs> yeah. Dealing with the fact that it's just Will Forte. Yeah. And there's just as many <laughs> masturbation jokes as you'd think there'd be, <laughs> but they're absolutely inspired and fucking great. It's it so just creates funny. this amazing universe with nobody in it yeah. except for one of the funniest human beings ever. Amazing. Yeah, and the first episode plays to that kind of like if you had the whole world yeah. and you know you've decided I'm just gonna stay here in Tucson and like what are you gonna do? You're gonna like shoot every g- uh, glass window and Anytime you enter it with a gun, just because, yeah. <laughs> or you're gonna like put like gasoline in cars and, and try and bowl them at each other to blow them up. And yeah, stuff. like there's yeah. some big, like, big gags that play off in big shots and big reveals. But yeah. at the same time, like the the thing that I kind of loved about this is that they didn't just take this kind of big wacky approach of like, eh, it's just a no, a it's guy pretty pared around. down. Like it, it, yeah, it's 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 a pretty sparse script and yeah, especially and that first episode. He. You, you, like they, they sort of I was going to say deal with the reality of being the last man on earth which mm. we've all dealt with yeah. <laughs> um, but like they, they sort of like they they let him experience it as a human being would it's like oh you know this is kind of cool that I have all this space and everything is mine but it's also really fucked up and now I'm spiraling into depression yeah mm. <laughs> uh and 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 there's just a couple of moments that I don't I don't want to spoil anything no. about it, but there's just a couple of moments that are fucking just one of the funniest <laughs> things I've seen. On well, TV. I think I, this isn't a super spoiler, but when the Margarita Pool makes its first appearance, <laughs> oh yeah, well that's what everyone's talking about. <laughs> that's is the Margarita so Pool. So funny. It's, oh uh, my god. Uh, for, for me, it's the scene in the bar. Yeah, uh, is <laughs> is is inspired. It's amazing. Comedy. Yeah. And then and then episode two, Kristen Shaw shows up and she's perfect. Of yeah, course. exactly. It, oh, does, it becomes kind of like, this. yeah. It, what it, network is it on? It's on Fox. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he, he talked a lot in the uh, Happy Sad Confused episode about just like every, the Fox basically let them do whatever they wanted as long as they didn't say fuck or like F it. Yeah. You, know, you can't even say F it. That's so, so dumb. Yeah. But, Fox is so dumb. <laughs> but it's kind of cool. Like they mentioned, you know, obviously Fox needs to get a piece of the sort of like cable action, yeah. you know, with like HBO and shit. And, and this is kind of an attempt, I imagine, to branch out into something a little bit more non-networky comedy. Yeah. But like it's kind of a bold move. It's like that first episode, like you were saying, is really sparse. It's just a lot of jokes, like big gag jokes with like setups and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's all like quiet. For the most, like the, a lot of that first episode is just him like wandering around being funny. Yeah, mm. and like, I feel like though now we're at a point with like with Chris Miller and Phil Lord where they come to you with a pitch. Yeah, you just you, do you it. don't yeah. note them to death. Like I I, I, I yeah. imagine like it's a thing of like ooh these guys like people know these people. It's like Joss Whedon or something. It's like oh yeah. well uh, like the, this writer is a celebrity. Yeah, <laughs> you know like people see this name and that's already fucking banks. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So why not? Totally. Um, I haven't seen the third episode. No, I, uh, it's I out already. But it. yeah, yeah, I to watch dying to watch, watch it tonight. Yeah, yeah totally. Awesome. It's yeah. on Hulu. 
Hulu. Hulu. Hulu. Hulu. Hulu. Where I'll watch it. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put it in my Hulu. Yeah. <laughs> put it right inside my Hulu. What else? Uh, what else is going uh, on? I, speaking of TV, I'm like the king of TV these days. Oh yeah. Uh, Your no. Majesty. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Bow I'm down. The king of TV, by the way. This is why you're sitting on a throne today. Yeah, that's right. I'm also pooping. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, by throwing him into a king. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'm pooping jewels. <laughs> <laughs> and he's doing a keg stand, too. <laughs> Theater of the mind, fellas. Mm. Um, I watched uh, uh, The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, uh, I me did too. too. I watched a great deal of that. No, I, I, I only saw the first two episodes. Me too. You uh, quoted I've, it. That was yeah. your quote. I stayed on two. I quoted. That was my quote this week. Yeah. I'm, I've only watched two episodes because uh, Emma and I are going to watch it, and so I'm not going to run through it all in one yeah, weekend. Yeah. And yeah. I want to... I want to let it make it last because I loved the first two episodes. Yeah, I thought it was great. It was so funny, it was so I thought. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys are down. Yeah, yeah, I'm so down. I I've seen. I think I saw like nine or ten episodes. Yeah. And I am watching it compulsively, but I'm not sure if that's just because it's got Tina Fey jokes in it, uh-huh. or because I just have a problem with sitcoms and I just love. Yeah, I, well, I thought it was really like I liked the pace of it. I thought it Me was too. really funny. I laughed out yeah. loud a lot. I think I think the it's fucking brilliantly written. Yeah, and I think Ellie Kemper is goddamn hilarious. She's great. I think it? the rest of the supporting cast is fucking terrible. Really? Except uh, for Jane Krakowski, who I really hated on Thirty Rock, but love on this show. You hated Interesting. her on Thirty Rock? I absolutely did. Oh, I thought man. she was so superfluous on Thirty Rock. Man, I thought she was great. Love her on this show. Yeah, I, she's, I think she's excellent. I, yeah, but, I, but I think there even Carol Kane. I think is. is oh, I was laughing I at her Kane. in the first episode yeah. so much when she walks up. She's like, "You want smoke?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was dying. Oh, oh, the walk of shame. I know it, honey. I just sat down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I I I thought I, it was really good and it's just like so. Uh, it's I mean it's light, I guess, because it's just so weird and not yeah. grounded in any kind of reality. It feels very Thirty Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But some like of the jokes, and stuff, sh- yeah. it seems like a show that they would have put together to have on the air on Thirty Rock. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's, right. it's so bonkers. That's what I like about it. Yeah, yeah. I like how quick the jokes are and how throw they're they're really ready to just throw some stuff away. And yep. like, yeah, it's good. I, I don't know. I thought it was really I, fresh. You know. I really oh, it like, absolutely is. Again, I, I like everything except the casting. I think the, I think it's like I think the the roommate guy is terrible. How um, I mean, I'm into his character. He's I like got him. a. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I don't have a problem with him. Yeah, he sings real good. Yeah, he d- <laughs> I was gonna say he's got a phenomenal singing voice. Yeah. and and they make him sing a lot. And normally, I hate that in a character. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, let that guy sing. Yeah, he's <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I don't like his his character or what he's doing. Uh-huh. Um, I I really uh, have an aversion to the young daughter of uh, of Jane Krakowski's okay. character. I've only she mm-hmm. I've seen the second episode. And she that's the first one with her. Uh, so I haven't seen a lot of her. No. She's really terrible. Um, do the but, do the other mole women come back? Because I thought they were all really funny. Uh, they, from, they in the opening of the that first was episode super funny. Anyway, yeah. and one of them's gonna get a surprise makeover. Yeah. <laughs> That was so that good. That was fucking brilliant. <laughs> um, yeah. They they do come back, and yeah, there are okay. some some great moments. Yeah. And, the thi- and uh, like, there, there are some like fantastic uh, uh, like kind of guest uh, appearances. Yeah. Tim Blake Nelson shows up, and mm. he's fantastic. I had something spoiled for me that I was like, God damn it! That's 
probably going to be a big reveal later. <laughs> uh, Tim Blake Nelson? No. Oh. No, I had something on Facebook spoiled for me. Oh, okay. in, yeah, and it was like obviously like leading up to a reveal of that with the show, with the way that it's framed. And I right. was just like, damn it. <laughs> Oh, Not that I, I usually I, care that much about spoilers, but yeah, I can't imagine what that would be because um, it's. It, I mean, this the show doesn't really depend on cliffhangers or anything. No, no, no. no. Um, it was. I, it was like it was basically, I got this the leader of the cult spoiled for me, which I know comes eventually. Oh, I was actually just about to talk about. Yeah, about don't that. spoil. It. Well, but I don't not, know. But I, I wasn't going to say like, is it, so you mean spoil for who who, who the is? actor is? Oh, okay. Because well, I felt I was like actually just going to say who the actor was, but not what. What they, they did, did. yeah. So, I don't know. I whatever. felt like when I read that, I was like, "Wow, fuck!" Like it probably would have been a funny reveal. Uh, it's not. No, okay. no. It's it's not really played as a as a funny reveal or anything. Mm. I well. think. Well, the thing but that I he like is fucking brilliant. Yeah, okay. he's so funny. The thing I really like about it is it has a really good balance of sort of. Uh, like there is kind of like a bleakness to like a darkness to some of of the jokes that they're doing like there is kind of an edge to it mm-hmm. but it's played really well with like the sunniness of the of the character and well, the optimism of her character like when i when i watch it i felt like i watched the first two episodes twice cuz i watched them with my brother and then i was like hey emma you should watch this i think you would like it mm-hmm. she loved it and and we i was just like so happy after i watched them yeah, yeah. even the second time i was just like i love it like i'm so like it just there's oh. an energy and like sunniness, but Don't but it deals with kind of like will, bleak things. I will fucking watch every episode of this yeah. probably yeah. two or three times because again, a well written sitcom for me is just is like crack cocaine. Yeah. yeah. Um, like I loved all the stuff with like just wait ten seconds you can get through anything. I was like that's super funny and like charming and, and really optimistic it, and the like, way they bring it back. It, like like that's the great thing about Ellie Kemper though in in this role. Like I don't think anybody else would have done as well as Ellie yeah, Kemper in yeah. this role yeah. because she she plays the gravity of every situation, but she is just so naturally perky and like yeah. and sweet. Yeah. Uh yeah, and her comic timing is fucking amazing. Oh yeah, too. when she goes to lean on the on like the wall and it's not there. <laughs> so funny. Fucking, but she then just sort of corrects and yeah. is leaning uncomfortably. <laughs> uh, yeah. so great. No, I really like it. I can't wait to watch more of it. Yeah. Yeah. I want to make it last. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um what else? I uh, you watch anything, Greg? I you know, I didn't see a whole lot of shit this week. Okay. I don't know. I I guess I was busy or something. I watched I watched some of that. Yeah. I watched the uh, Oh, you know, I watched some of that Danger Five. Is that what that's called? Yes. Oh, oh how yeah. Is that? Yeah. yeah. I've only seen two episodes of yeah. Danger Five. I well, it's, it's I think it's good. It's an Australian like uh, it's super weird comedy yeah, but, show. I think they were like a sketch group or something. They yeah. were gonna make a show based off of like a Spider Man thing that they did online, but they couldn't obviously because of the rights. So they did this like spy kind of spoof but it's also sort of like a take on thunderbirds with all the yeah. model work yeah. right on the external like the outside shots are all models yeah and i i just put it on on netflix randomly one night and watched two episodes and i was like i find a lot of this hilarious and some of it not funny at all but yeah. the ratio is more often than not pretty funny yeah it was pretty yeah. funny but even when it wasn't particularly funny i was just like well, this is bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sort of fascinated See, by I like, it. I but like I that. fell asleep while I was watching it. So I kept that, like, and Netflix will just keep, keep playing, playing the episode. Yeah. So it's a really weird show to come in and out of sleep during. It's <laughs> in a lot of different languages. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, puppets and things every Nazi, once in a while. Yeah, a lot uh, of Nazis. And, Nazis and dinosaurs. And, yeah. 
Yeah, it's, then, that sounds very like I, I feel I was like super this, confused. I kept on I didn't know what I was dreaming. Yeah, because <laughs> so, you generally good. dream about Nazis and diamonds. Yeah, yeah. 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 almost exclusively. Yeah. 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 yeah, it it kind of has the tone of like when Adult Swim rose to like have a ton of shows like mm-hmm. Aqua Teen and Sea yeah. Lab and all yeah. those kind of things where a lot of it is absurd and just kind of like unexpected things happening, but but. And the, the the thing that I that I found really fascinating, but it was all the model work, like all like the buildings, yeah. the external shots, the things flying That's around awesome. on strings. It's like you put a lot of like fucking a lot work, of work yeah. into it, making it, this. And look, I love that shit. I'm a sucker yeah. for it. So like, this looks great. But they don't. <laughs> they make it look like you're not making fun of how poor it looks. You're making it look like. A Thunderbird show yeah. would look, which yeah, is where extremely well best. crafted. See, that's uh, I got about halfway through um, that uh, Adam McKay, Will Ferrell, uh, spoils a Babylon thing. Yeah, and they did a lot of that, like where it's like, oh, it's obviously a Matchbox car being mm. pulled on a little thing. Yeah, through a shitty uh, and, and and yeah, I just uh, you're smirking too much. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm losing interest. But uh, yeah, I I wanted to check out that Danger Five yeah. thing, but I kind of had this feeling like I'm like I feel like I'm not gonna like this. Yeah, I think uh, it, it's something that I'll maybe throw on an episode like a week. Maybe I don't think I could like mainline a bunch of them in a row. I feel like yeah, I would have to but like watch two. It's I, got and a then great like, pace and good delivery of stuff. Like whether like they get all their instructions from a guy who has an eagle for a head, like yeah. an eagle's head, and it's just a bad like something you make at home. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, you know, make sure you go and save all the monuments. Oh, and always kill Hitler. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I appreciate that you said it's uh, he's got an eagle for head. Well, it's like something you'd make at home. Yeah. Like everybody generally. Like my eagle head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like a not very good version of the head that the killer has. Oh, I guess that was an owl in that stage fright movie. Oh, Moving yeah. on. I like that movie, <laughs> yeah. stage fright. Oh, that's a nice looking. <laughs> that is a nice looking owl head. Owl head. <laughs> I don't think you can make that at home. No, I guess not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it depends on what you've got at home. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I think I just put Danger 5 on because it had a cool little, like, image. It yeah. had, like, yeah. a cool, like, it looked like an 80s thing. Yeah. So oh, I, yeah, I flipped it past out. it a couple of times, and then yeah. I was like, well, I just, I'll give it a shot. It's but worth yeah, a look. I'm glad I yeah. did. It's, it, it, they're so committed to the look. Yeah. Uh, and, the like, the editing and the, the camera work, yeah. is, it's really authentic. Totally. So it doesn't feel like they're winking at you by doing the stupid shit because they're just doing the shit that they did in the show. But yeah. what... The storyline is, and the, their dialogue is what the crazy is what stuff the crazy, is. Yeah, yeah, it's cool, man. Yeah, I don't know. definitely. I'll, I'll watch more. Yeah, cool. Worth the look All right, for well, sure. Maybe I'll start in on it. Totally. Yeah. Um, I watched one film this week. Yeah. Uh, starring Mark Hamill. Uh, the first movie he did after Star Wars, Corvette Summer, oh. with Annie Potts. Never oh, even heard yeah. of it. No, no I, I have heard of that. <laughs> it's about uh, Mark Hamill, who is going to high school, and he has like an auto shop class, and he sees this like busted up Corvette when they go to like the junkyard. They're all gonna make, they're all gonna pick like a junked car to like remake over the school year. And he picks this like Corvette Stingray and makes it the most ugliest car in the world. But uh, <laughs> in the in the movie, they're like, "This is the best car ever." <laughs> it's got like gold flames on it and like a stupid thing on the front spoiler and shit and like <laughs> and then it gets stolen and so he goes to las vegas to find it and it's kind of like a late 70s coming of age like comedy and then he meets annie potts who is kind of a would-be prostitute who 
wants to be a prostitute but kind of isn't yet and has like a van she's like i gotta <laughs> move the up learning curve on that <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's like i gotta go pro now that i've like did my done my dues <laughs> not oh, banging a, all these guys for yeah free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like what i'm to hit the pro circuit yeah. <laughs> she literally says that <laughs> i was i was remaining amateur in hopes of being a whore at the olympics <laughs> Um, but now, and so I bought it at like Goodwill on VHS thing. Like this will be funny and like probably terrible. And then I watch it and it's actually not that bad of a movie. It's like a pretty entertaining late seventies kind of like sunny, like coming of age comedy. It's not too serious. It's mm-hmm. not too like stupid. Mark Hamill's all right in it. He's, <laughs> I thought you were going to say, well, Mark Hamill's pretty stupid. Mark, I mean, he's pretty stupid, but no, like he's not like, I, I think he's awful in star Wars. <laughs> oh yeah. He's really um, terrible. And, and in this, he's actually suit. He suits like a kind of like gearhead high school student. Right. Um, Annie Potts is actually really, really funny. And then the movie's actually fairly well directed. It's not like great, but I watched it like on a Sunday, like this will be easy to watch. And I laughed a bit and it was, yeah. it was actually worth watching. I, I have to say Dan Gorman, uh, I have a deep admiration for the fact that you will watch anything. <laughs> like, like it, it's an Except amazing... Except for Breaking Bad. Except for uh, Breaking yeah. Bad. <laughs> Fuck that movie. You fucking idiot. <laughs> Fuck that show. But, like, it's, a, it's, it's an interesting intersection between yeah. somebody who genuinely knows so much about movies <laughs> and how to watch movies and the context in which you should watch a movie and that you'll just use that go on to anything <laughs> go to salvation army on uh saturday and buy corvette summer and watch it the next day yeah. <laughs> it really blows my mind yeah Pretty no good. yeah totally i yeah. it's not that bad if you like that kind of i feel like obviously like breaking away is a fucking masterpiece and this is in no way yeah. anywhere near that but it had that like 70s vibe yeah it was, right. it was goofier though right um yeah. but it had that kind of just like it's a sunny like fun time movie that like you know charts this guy's kind of like journey but a lot more goofy and a lot more comedy but but it had that kind of like easy going viewing vibe yeah yeah nice. no, right. it's not i feel like it's i feel like people hate it i feel like if i was to go like imdb it'd be like 1.8 out of 2 <laughs> <I'm laughs> oh, but i probably like those the only movies. one like i like those those little movies where everyone's like oh that's a dumb throwaway movie yeah. who gives a fuck that you just genuinely connect with yeah it's mm-hmm. like not like, you specifically yeah, yeah yeah it's just it's a fun movie it's like you'll watch it and you'll probably never think of it again but while you're watching it you'll laugh a little yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> oh well no you're wrong there i'll never watch it <laughs> i just enjoyed that you watched yeah it. totally <laughs> <laughs> that was I, that was most that was pretty much it the tv shows and that for me yeah uh i have uh, uh i've mostly actually just been watching um uh kimmy schmidt mm-hmm. yeah um but i do have a question for you greg Lugero. Yeah. have you fucking started watching better call saul yet yeah i saw the first episode it's really really good yeah right oh but you've only seen the first yeah, episode just the first one so far uh yeah keep going yeah i'm gonna uh, <laughs> have you been that's my advice to you yeah yeah have uh, you been I, I just i i adored the first episode so much right uh so yeah i'm just really stoked to get through the whole thing it just beautifully shot i love how it opens and the oh man just so much good about it like those I, i'm so glad that they stayed in this world yeah this creative team because they're just cracking right now like yeah. they're just so in the zone just like why would you stop if you're you know yeah, if you're clicking like that and just yeah it's really exciting it's beautifully shot yeah. it's beautifully written the performances are fucking fantastic it's the 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 thing that blows my mind about the way that it's shot is that even if you didn't know any of the characters even mm-hmm. if it was completely new characters the mm-hmm. way it's shot and everything i mean obviously you know new mexico or wherever is yeah. is there's like a certain 
kind of like sure. look, but it, it it feels so much like the Breaking Bad universe without yeah. feeling like Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's a crazy yeah. thing. Yeah, it's nuts. I Could you start that. watching it if you've never seen Breaking Bad? Uh, I don't think don't, you should. Yeah, no. Yeah, don't okay. stop, just stop being an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stop being an asshole and watch the fucking. I show. don't have time to watch Breaking Bad. I yes, need to watch do. Corvette Summer again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Now I hate it that you do that. <laughs> you turned oh, around. But yeah, I can't wait to just make my way through the whole thing. I got a bunch of stuff on deck, like uh, season three of House of Cards just popped up too. And uh, yeah. yeah. Breeze through that uh, thing, whatever it is. And I, I like that show. It's uh, like, it's crazy. And it's, you know, I don't understand any of the politics are going on because I'm pretty sure they're all just made up. <laughs> so, uh, but well, you know, I like that it's a political show that you just don't have to care about the actual politics part. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's just I, like, I do appreciate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever bill and thing and what I don't you know. I have no idea what has happened yeah. politically in the show, other than he's done some stuff. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, I'm not going to yeah. say anything because if you haven't seen it, watch yeah. it. And season two does some crazy things. Um, yeah, I, I feel like that's one I'll eventually get back yeah, to. Yeah. Because it's I, fun, I genuinely it's like light, the first it's, season. Yeah, he's great in it. Yeah. A lot of the performances are really great in it. Robin Wright is awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, well, I got a lot of stuff to watch. Totally. Uh, the TV shows are all landing right now yeah, with yeah. those two yeah. that we talked about earlier and that. and yeah, It's all Especially happening, guys. When yeah. they hit on Netflix and they're all there. Yeah. That's why I was saying I gotta, like, I'm got like i just going to hold off and only watch a couple a week. It can be just like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. I want to I wanna take my time. <laughs> I Well, I just know that I'll, like, I, 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 I'm the worst when it comes to, like, a show that I like. And I do genuinely like the show, despite the fact that I don't like a lot of elements of it yeah but i'll watch it a couple of times mm-hmm. because like i like to go through and pick up uh jokes that i've missed or yeah. or little connections that i miss yeah um so so yeah anyway yeah i'm done cool. talking yeah. now oh you know i did watch something else yeah huh? I, I watched this movie called rogue oh i've uh i feel like i've heard seen that what is it like, <laughs> i feel a, like i've seen the title giant crocodile Yes. Oh, I have that movie. Yeah, you I've seen it? that movie a few times. Oh, really? I really like it. Yeah, you know, it's all right. Yeah, it's um, the, from the director of Wolf Creek. Um, no, it's huh. an Australian. Oh, so it's kind like of a outback film within the last ten years movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like 2006, I think. Okay. Um, yeah. And it, yeah, it's like a giant crocodile movie. Yeah. Just like shot beautifully. Yeah. And it's a giant are, movie about regular crocodiles. Yeah, it's or a huge movie. Tiny crocodiles. And the effects are. Not too bad. Yeah. Some of them are quite good. Yeah. And then the end happens. Like, well, I yeah. guess. Yeah. At the time, best, I didn't mind. You did your best. Yeah. Yeah. In 2006, I remember being like, I didn't have any big problems with the effects. But no, I feel I like, was, yeah. Well, like, I was like, this is way better than I was expecting because, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, I need something. Something, and, yeah. And it's got it, like a coverage for generic, just like, it's a crocodile's mouth on the cover. Like, Oh, uh, you see, but no, they have a different cover oh, what's on, on Netflix the... now that looks better. And I was like, all right, I'll try that. Yeah. Like, I've seen this before. And not watch. You were it, just waiting for the right cover. No, yeah. I just they got this good one of the cro- like. There's a person in the water now, okay, like, coming up to get him. And yeah, I was like, that's a cool shot. I like that. If, it, if it's that big, and <laughs> yeah. I guess I'll watch. I'm not a big and movie. And it's it's set up all right, and the performances are okay. What's her name? Rhoda or what? The uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> let me look. <laughs> uh, and 2007. Yeah. Um, it's. Rada Mitchell. Rada oh, Mitchell. Yeah. Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. I like her. And uh, Sam Worthington's in it, too. Yeah. Totally. Um, and, also, you know what? Sorry, spoilers here, but if have you ever been watching a movie with Sam Worthington and you're like halfway through and you're like, man, I wish a crocodile would eat this guy. <laughs> <laughs> this is your movie. <laughs> 
that's what's missing from Avatar. That's a that's a fairly big spoiler for this movie, but I think a worthwhile He's one. He's not a fucking main character. And also, uh, I I hate that guy, yeah, so yeah. I do actively want to see him eaten by yeah. Um I, I It's fine. If yeah. you need, like, a... My wife fell asleep on the couch, and I just watched something, and she won't care that I watched yeah. without her. This is your movie. Yeah, <laughs> like, I really hated Wolf Creek. Yeah, me too. I like really don't like that movie. Yeah, I think it's terrible. I actually yeah. didn't watch it because I heard so many people say it's just a hateful movie. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's just like, yeah, I hate it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but when this came out, I was really, really surprised, and it's, like, gorgeously shot. That was the one thing about Wolf Creek that was good. It was that its use of the Outback was well shot for yeah. for the budget of a film and this movie there's lots of like huge sweeping like helicopter shots and yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, it looks good and it looks great when mm-hmm. they're on the water and yeah and it's just a lot of fun and they do a really cool thing um with the killing of somebody where you think usually in movies like this a like, kill scene would be a big kind of thing mm-hmm. but there's a scene where somebody just kind of like disappears oh man and they're like oh, I love they're that. like where'd that, that person go yeah, and then that, they reveal i decide i'm like settle i'm like i'm gonna watch yeah this thing. that was fucking sweet because if you're not watching it you're kind of like wait what just happened yeah but then totally if, but yeah really yeah. good really good well, really works scene. yeah um, it's just a fun yeah. movie yeah. Oh, definitely maybe. worth checking out i like uh, uh, what's it called blackwater blackwater that? that's I, a crocodile movie too uh, did but i see like, that way better i saw the cover way, for that way a lot i can't remember if i saw that or not that's why it's just uh, like three people or whatever they're out uh uh uh, yeah, no, I feel like... Riding a little boat, and the boat goes under, and they're in, like, water that's really murky and muddy. And you can, yeah. It's, it's only about six feet deep, maybe, but it's completely black, and there are crocodiles in it. And yeah, I, in a tree, and there's nowhere to go. I didn't watch it's it like, because what, of that, this DVD cover. <laughs> <laughs> huh? I didn't watch it because of this DVD yeah, cover. Yeah, what a terrible cover that is. <laughs> uh, but it's actually a really good movie. I yeah. really like it. It's really tense. Very I'll have good. to watch that then, yeah, yeah. and maybe check out Rogue again. It's been a while. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So check out Rogue and Blackwater. Have yourself a crocodile devil feature. <laughs> Never smile at a crocodile. Though. No. Nope. No. Um, yeah. Blackwater's way better. Watch that first. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you don't get let down or something? Uh, or maybe <laughs> don't watch it first. If you're going to watch one, that's the one. Yeah. Anything else? I think mm-hmm. that's about... That's it for me. Yeah. 40 I think my minutes. tidbits have run dry. All yeah. right. That's almost 50 minutes. Oh. Let's uh, let's get going then. If mm. you would like to support the show, please go to modernsuperior.com and click on the donate button. And there's multiple ways you can donate there. Or you can go to tweakedaudio.com and enter the offer code SYNWPC. Get yourself a pair of headphones, 33% off, free shipping and lifetime warranty. That's tweakedaudio.com slash and enter the offer code SYNWPC or yeah. go to modernsuperior.com and click on donate. One and of uh, one of the emails we received, uh, somebody said that they were listening <clears throat> with their tweaked audio headphones. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I don't know if that was just a joke or something, but if not, and, and if you did, and if you uh, used the promo code, thank you very much. Yep. Yeah. Because we, uh, we, we do this for free every week. And it costs us money. <laughs> I, you know, I don't want to be like, uh, please give us money, but yeah. <laughs> please give us money. <laughs> we really want to keep doing this, and, yeah. and it gets increasingly harder. Yeah, totally. Well, I don't want to die at the job I'm doing now. <laughs> well, let's keep doing this all the way over to Film Roulette. Yep. <laughs> Oh, my God.
film related to our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good or something major release worthy. This week, Casey and I went and saw Chappie and we paired up The Loser with a robot film called Transmorphers. But The Loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. I lost the previous week and gave these guys a Randy Newman album to talk about. We'll get into that and we'll roll for movies for next week. But first... Let's get into our movies this week. Um, Casey and I, as I mentioned, we saw Chappie. This is Chappie. the third film from Neil Blomkamp, um, starring Shartlow Copley, Hugh Jackman, uh, among others. We'll get into the rest of the cast, I think, as we talk through the film a little. Uh, I'm to be described as the plot of this film as, in the near future, crime is patrolled by a mechanized police force when one police droid, Chappie, is stolen and giving new programming, he becomes the first robot with the ability to think and feel for himself. So it's basically short circuit. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of. Um, Johnny Five is alive. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So I think we've been talking about him and his movies a little bit recently. I know that... that, Yeah, with the alien stuff. Yeah, Yeah, and with with the misfire that was Elysium. Yeah, and and how he had admitted that he didn't think that he did the best job on it. Um, I think through that discussion, I think both Casey and I probably liked Elysium less than Greg. Yeah. yeah. So I feel I like I saw it after you guys hated yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, well, whatever. Yeah. I wasn't expect I was expecting it to be total garbage. I'm like, ah, I can watch this. Totally. I don't really yeah. give a shit. I didn't uh, well I didn't hate it. I, I just thought it was a big letdown yeah. at yeah. Sure. District Nine. Yeah. Totally. I just had no uh, expectations upon watching it. Yeah. And I feel like I had expect a little some expectations going into this because I didn't like Elysium and because it's got Awful, awful yeah, reviews. Man, like yeah, after we picked this movie, bad reviews. immediately everyone was like, "Hey, guess what? This movie sucks nuts." Yeah, <laughs> and and so let's get right into it. My yeah. I, my opinion, my overall opinion of Chappie yeah. is that I feel like it is at once not as like frighteningly bad as the reviews will lead you to believe, but also not good enough for me to be like, "Stop picking on this movie," because I felt like. While there are things that I like about this movie a lot, it's just a fucking Neil Blomkamp mess. It's hmm. for me. Okay. What did you think? I fucking loved it. Okay, <laughs> I loved this movie. <laughs> I thought it was it, there's there's a lot of plot all the time. Yeah, uh, and that was one. Like, it's 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 a hundred percent super easy to follow because it kind of goes we're going here and it never goes like hey guess what we're going here oh we went here like it it it's not trying to be smarter yeah. than you or anything. Yeah. I agree it with that. It deals with not... really basic themes of. Uh, you you know of God and, and it uh, of you know like God and 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 his creation yeah. and mm-hmm. the the main character is uh, a scientist and his name is Dion. Yeah. Like it, it, Which they, one they of the really four main hammer- characters are you talking about? Uh, sorry, there are several <laughs> main characters, uh, but they but they're all very um, they're all very mapped out easily mapped out the, They're the, easily the creator out. of Chappie yeah. his name is Dion like like again like they, they kind of go like this is the god figure mm-hmm. and they go this is the child and this is the mommy and this is the daddy like they everything is very clearly mapped out it's a it's a beautifully thought out movie and and all, everything that is thought out is beautifully executed I disagree I, I don't think this movie is thought out as nearly as well as I feel like you think but I think I, I will say this. I will say that the character of Chappie 
and the execution of the character of Chappie in terms of his being a special effect but also being a character yeah. is amazing. And I, I think, think that's entirely uh, it's uh, the best part of Charlton the movie. Copley. I think he's he's phenomenal. But uh, no, but even on top of his voice work, I think, and and obviously any other work that went into it, I think the execution of his effects as whether or not he is like a a physical robot that they've had in the scene, or is he a CGI robot, mm-hmm. or like his sort of like physical movement and how he acts as a character, I think all of it is executed amazingly and and works so well. It's it's for me, it's almost worth seeing just to see Chappie as a character. Mm-hmm. But I feel like But I, how is that not how is that not down to to Charlotte Copley? Well, cuz it's all it's all motion capture yeah, like yeah, yeah. that like in that scene that yeah, is him. Totally. No, I'm not saying not him. I'm just saying everything from the, you know, design of the character to oh, yeah, the yeah, visual okay. way that they've inserted him into scenes, etc., etc., etc. Yeah. Like from the way that his eyes are designed, kind of like the Johnny 5 things and the the head uh pieces right. which apparently were sort of like a, a manga did that with like the head things on a robot or yeah, something. Yeah, I'm sure yeah, it's absolutely. an homage or something, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. All of it works. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt like character-wise and theme-wise, I felt like it's such a missed opportunity and it feels so much like what he does, which is just like he ha- gets stuck on an idea and he has this great idea for a movie, which is kind of like Short Circuit and kind of like a lot of other movies, which is fine uh, to be like, it's kind of like Robocop and it's kind of like, it's it's a mishmash and that's fine, but I feel like nothing it's either smashed over your head like or it's not explored enough and i feel like there's no nuance between that uh i like like there's so much at play in this story i I would actually agree with that but i don't think it detracts from the movie i I I didn't care about anything this see i really did i cared a great deal about uh like this movie made me really care a great deal about a robot to the point where there are some some scenes where the the robot yeah. is kind of brutalized and i found them really un- uncomfortable yeah um and, and again i think that's entirely down to charlotte copley's mm-hmm. incredibly sensitive performance yeah um mm. and uh the, the two two of the main characters are played by uh, weirdos Yolandi and Ninja or South African weirdos um uh, Diantward yeah and uh, and they were phenomenal I'm now officially oh, really they were absolutely great huh. I don't know I see I she was better than him I'm now I said yeah, this he the day was before we bad started at I'm now time. officially in love with the weirdo from uh, <laughs> Diantward Yolandi yeah her her performance is super weird and sweet and she was. She way better than him, I thought. Yeah, she was. There were some scenes he where didn't he didn't have that much to there do. There were some reaction shots of him where I was like, "What are you even doing? Like, is but anyone liked, even directing you right now?" I, I liked well, it, maybe less his performance and more how they fit him into the movie. I, they didn't really give him that much to do. So are they he playing fuck themselves? Because that's they the, that's, they listen to an, their own music, they wear their own clothes. That's They're another thing their own that names. I absolutely loved about the movie was that they they. Like that there's a point where a there, there's video? a shirt that says their names and Diane Ford on yeah. it. Yeah, um, and, and you're like, oh, so are they the band? But why are they drug dealers that live in uh, <laughs> a burned out building? And, yeah, and where did they get all those televisions? Uh, like, why are they know, always I've, talking about a heist? I don't give a fuck about. Yeah, but <laughs> but again, that heist was it was entirely necessary. Like to show, like I mean, it it was basically uh, the. 
I know why they had to do a heist to, because to, of to what Chappie has to a, a, a character. Yeah, but due, due to circumstances, and 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 I think the way everything played out, nothing was trying to be too clever or anything. It was just kind of like this is the way I view man's relationship with with his god. Yeah, and and it's, which is how. Uh, what do you mean? Well, what is the movie's opinion on that? Um. Because I well, feel like no, it that's doesn't. what I love about the movie but is I, that it doesn't really have an opinion. It just kind of goes, "This is man's relationship." But it goes with God. like, "Okay, we have this you character. Can't have an opinion. On we that. have this character, Chappie, who you know, it doesn't want to be violent and is kind of being pushed into this situation to be violent. And then, so violence is bad, but it's okay that Chappie has like." A scene where he's basically like murdering the ma- the main villain by no, like it doesn't violence. Say, that's that's again what it's I love okay, about this movie. This like, movie doesn't say this is okay and this isn't okay. This movie just says this is and this is and this is because this is I, these things I just, just think, are. I think that there's so much that this movie should have said and should have tried to say and it doesn't. I just felt like. I didn't care about anything. I didn't care about what the movie was doing. Right. I just liked Chappie as a character. I liked mm-hmm. some of the... This guy can fucking shoot an action scene. Like, when oh, he wants man. to, he can fucking shoot an action scene. Yeah. I don't know why there was, mul- like, the multiple villains. It's like the... For me, this was, like, the amazing... Like, when we saw Amazing Spider-Man 2, and I came out of it like, oh, this isn't nearly as bad as everybody is saying, but it is pretty, like like overstuffed right. and like this is just what i expect from this kind of movie it felt like that to me it was like see i didn't i didn't see it like that like i, I found all of those characters necessary uh, because why is there two, because there's again, two like, villains three main characters like and i think because by and large it's it's not it's it's sort of uh, not a character study at all it's it, it's about how um it, you know like humans are essentially uh, sinless and perfect uh, at their at their conception and and uh, birth, yeah. And then are how they're corrupted and why they're corrupted. Uh, and, and there's like and there's class struggle uh, inherent in this movie. And and there's like you know there every aspect of society. Well, not every aspect of society, but many of the most dangerous aspects yeah. of society are represented in this movie, and they're very clear and and concise as to who they are and what they represent. Yeah. And and again, at the end of at the end of the movie, they just kind of go, "This this all just is." Yeah, and I there's something kind of anarchic or or. or uh, uh, I guess I didn't feel the movie saying this all just is. I felt like I just felt like the movie was just saying, like, "Here's a bunch of stuff." I don't. I didn't feel like a guiding hand was leading me to the conclusion like this is all things that these are all things that happen. And like the corruption, I didn't feel like aside from. Chappie saying that he didn't want to corrupt and then the lead guy showing up once in a while to be like, don't corrupt him. Like, it just didn't really feel like that any of that for me was being laid out in a way that, like, made me care about that. What age group is this movie for, would you say? Like, Short Circuit's I think aimed at kids. Oh, well, this, so. is, oh, this rated is rated R. This is rated R. It's rated R, and yeah. it's bloody oh, a, a couple times. Yeah, yeah. No, this is no a, this is not a movie not for, for kids. kids. No, okay. and yet at the same time, the character is so lovable. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, it's such a sweet character. Yeah, and like and, so, like okay, Hugh Hugh Jackman. I did not like 
him I as a villain. Really liked he's him. fine in it, but I felt like so many of the stupidity, like idiot scenes, like he's pulling guns on people in like offices and shit. And I'm like, how is he not getting fired for this? But this is a, <laughs> okay. Well, because it's a movie. About, I know, but uh, a sentient robot. But like all of a sudden, he, go, he he's a character who goes from like like I just didn't feel like the characters their interactions with one another. I didn't feel like their you know what they wanted were clear i felt like some of it wasn't clear like why does hugh jackman all of a sudden just become a megalomaniac gonna burn the whole city down so i can use my robot out of almost because nowhere he wants the contract because he wants yeah the, but i don't the, feel like it tells me that it just all of a sudden he's he like, like the dick jones in this uh he's yeah he he scenario. represents he represents uh sort of uh uh corporate greed yeah and 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 the desperation of of and of, he uh, of getting your getting your thing yeah. out there, he's right. got a big at the at the, at the risk of of everybody else. He's yeah. got a big robot which is going to be controlled by like a human back at like a lab, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's like the evil idea versus right. like an AI robot. That's a pretty w- evil idea, which I thought was kind of weird too. But, it's like but, basically <laughs> saying, oh, AI not controlled by humans is a better idea than AI controlled by moral humans was kind of like one of the points the movie was sort of see i don't I, I didn't feel like it was trying for that like i don't feel like that was a point it was trying to make yeah i think that's that like is all just sort of incidental and i feel I, like I this loved, whole movie I, is incidental I, I loved hugh jackman because he's playing he's going over the top like yeah and everything in this movie is over the top like it's yeah. a very heightened realism it's like a big huge um uh uh fairy tale for for adults I can see that, yeah. And, and and it's not nearly as bad as people are saying. Like, no. all of my problems with this movie in terms of it being a mess and not caring about what was going on and all my all my issues and my fun nitpicks, like, oh, we got to save someone's consciousness onto this USB stick, under, chappy underscore consciousness dot dat, upload it to my USB or whatever, like, all yeah. that kind of shit that I love to just be like, fuck you. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, There's is a there. Lot of- there's a lot of things like that. Like, yeah. hey, when, he, wh- when they took the chip out of his head, how come he just kept... How come that had nothing yeah. to do with anything? How come at the beginning of the movie they start with like some talking heads and never like ever approach those? Oh, when it when it and started, I was like, oh, is he trying to make a Paul Verhoeven movie? Yeah, because like it very much starts with like the and news flash. They say like, like we have these USB sticks that no one is ever allowed to touch because they're under lock and key, and no one will see them because that's our one like fail safe. And then he just goes and takes it for five days, and yeah. you know, nobody cares. Uh, well, no, they they're all they're calling. They're him looking for it, but not it. like later. It, he's he's got it for a long time before that starts happening. But anyway, all but again, that but stuff. But there's not there's not a very definitive timeline either. No, so. but, but anyway, all I, those things. I like. I was going into this thinking like, wow, is this going to be really that bad? And it's like it's a fine, f- finely constructed. Okay, like it it plays from start to finish, and you're not like, wow, what a fucking disaster. Right. It's just I had a lot of issues with it standing in the way of... And and also my own issues with him as a storyteller that I feel like he needs somebody else and i know he writes this writes his movies with the partner mm-hmm. but i think he needs he's got a great visual style he can execute the fucking effects yeah he can shoot the shit out of an action scene Fuck yeah. but i can't get into his movies as a whole and i feel like this is just a repetition of the kind of visual aesthetic with another kind of sketchy script and i want See, I, I, do, I want something that's to write what i love so much about it um was that it doesn't feel like it's not paced like a hollywood movie and and i, All I really enjoy pretty like breezy like they all 
go. Yeah, where it's just kind of like this happening and this happening yeah. and this is happening. But again, like the thing I fucking beat to death all the time. This happens because this happens because this happens because this happens. Like it, it, it's it's a really well constructed yeah. script and it's exec- I don't know, man. Uh, like it's it's probably not going to be on my my top five or top ten of the year. It's very watchable. Maybe it will, but it's but <laughs> man, I just enjoyed the hell out of this movie. The best movie where a guy looks at a cat poster and is like, "I should hang in there, man," to, <laughs> to start up the movie. <laughs> that was silly. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> I don't know. I, it's definitely not nearly as bad as people are saying. I just no. I didn't think it was good enough for me to be like, "Stop picking on this movie," like. It, I mean, it, people are picking on this movie, and yeah. I just did I a little. That's because of Alien, though. But there, I think this is not just a release from a guy who makes sci-fi movies. This is like an audition now. Yeah. Oh, you think people are being hard on it because they know Fuck about the yeah. Alien? Like, yeah. 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 I yeah, think, I there, I think there's a lot totally. of pro- a huge amount of undue pressure landed on Chappie because of the news. Yeah. Yeah. I think the dialogue around him as a filmmaker is definitely. Contributing to the way people are watching this movie, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. There's no, yeah, you yeah. can't get around that. Yeah, yeah. And I think to its detriment because it is fine. It's yeah. a fine movie. Yeah, and yeah. and I just didn't like it that much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. If you're going to watch Hugh Jackman and some robots, I don't know why you're not watching Real Steel. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to watch Real Steel, I don't know why you're not just watching Robot Jocks. <laughs> <laughs> if you're watching uh, Robot Jocks, I don't no, know why you're not just Steel's playing uh, <laughs> playing Rock'em Sock'em Rock Robots. robots. <laughs> you watch Real Steel. That's uh, <laughs> good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, okay. And, and I will say, if I had one problem with it, which actually I, I did have more than one problem mm-hmm. with it, the end is kind of like, oh well, that happened. Yeah. Mm, all right. Totally. Like, but I didn't find. I really didn't find that the end. But uh, like, I think the end is talking like where the 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 rest of the movie is is really talking about religion or man's relationship yeah. with whatever created man because the movie doesn't actually talk that much about religion itself um uh, the the end kind of talks more about uh um I, I, there's a word that I don't want to use because <laughs> I feel like it's going to kind of spoiler things. So it, it talks more about man's relationship with uh, with technology. With okay. technology, I think mm. it makes sort of a separate point. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I, I highly suggest people see this movie and definitely make a, like it will be very divisive. Make up your own mind. Yeah, and and I don't know, man. Let us know because I'd yeah. really like to know what thoughtful. I want you to write it. I feel like you have a real like awesome analysis in you. Uh, yeah, like to write yeah. about this movie because I, 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 I feel like I missed I was just like not on board for it I guess yeah yeah. well uh, that's the thing I think either either you're on board with it and like because like I was avidly watching this movie yeah. now you know what I really think helped was uh, uh, I saw a trailer um, on the big screen which I hadn't seen on the big screen I saw a trailer for Mad Max Fury Road yeah oh man and um, fuck both of you guys <laughs> god damn it i was like that was one of the most exciting things i've seen in yeah, the yeah. years oh, it's I'm so great on the big screen it's yeah. amazing wow! <laughs> i literally watched it like this <laughs> yeah and it's then so uh, good uh imagine an excited look on my face and yeah. then the the age of ultron uh uh was uh the the, the, oh, next the newest trailer. one yeah 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 and and i was watching that and i was like yeah, that looks pretty good, I guess. Yeah, I know. after <laughs> Mad Max, yeah, you can't. after fucking that Mad Max trailer, yeah. yeah. But yeah, like I was, I was so on. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Board for movie. Yeah. <laughs> sure. and, and again, man, this movie just had so much that I loved. And again, I just, I totally love that little uh, Diane Ward weirdo. <laughs> All right. Well, shifting from one robot movie to another, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Greg, yes. you watched That's the me. film Transmorphers from 2007, directed by Lee Scott, about yeah. a race of alien robots that have conquered Earth and forced humanity underground. After 400 years, a small group of humans develop a plan years. to defeat the mechanical invaders in the ultimate battle between man and machine. Released yeah. by Asylum, mm-hmm. uh, the people responsible for Snakes on a Train. Uh, War of the Worlds 2, The Next Wave, yeah. uh, um, Atlantic Rim. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I, I want to see that so bad. Yeah. Yeah, I tried I, you know, I tried to watch it uh, last night, but I fell asleep. Yeah. I was like, I can maybe I'll pack in too. I, I, I love, and they also have Titanic 2. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> I watched Titanic 2 on, oh, the, uh, on the Netflix. Pretty yeah. good. Is, um, the, is the conceit that there's another boat called the Titanic yes. or that the Titanic yeah, yeah. rises up? No, the movie is we made another Titanic and we called it Titanic 2 and we're all going to get on and nothing will go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, how yeah. did they not call it Tutanic? Tutanic. Yeah. Come on. Tutanic too <laughs> furious. Oh, so, man. So, this is a mockbuster. Right. Um, basically playing on the fact that people are going to rent this because they think it's Transformers. Yeah. yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Uh, tell us about this movie because I have owned it and wanted to watch it, never watched it, gave it to Casey, or I Casey it. bought it off me for two bucks on a sale. I, uh-huh. I uh, Don't say how much I paid for it. <laughs> 200 bucks? Two bucks? Who knows? And I owned it for a while and never watched yeah, it. Yeah, and now, now you watch I've it. I've seen right. it. Yeah. Um, you owe me two bucks, by 1. the way. 1.7 out of 10 on yeah. IMDb. Totally. Um, Seems harsh. Yeah. Well... Uh, <laughs> so I watched this movie with my eyes. I did it. I think that I got a little wine drunk and watched it. Oh, there you go. So my ability to remember everything about it is a little foggy. Yeah, because um, this is this is a terrible, terrible movie. Sure, <laughs> really horrible. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> the acting is. The best. Alarmingly bad. Okay, like, yeah. A lot of like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's happening here at all. Um, so, okay. <laughs> the effects are... Uh, do, do you remember that show in the uh, late 80s, Captain Power, where you shot yes. at your TV? Big time. Yeah, totally. That looks way better than this movie. <laughs> wow. Way, way better. Um, it's not far off. I feel like, like, remember that silver bird guy in yeah. uh, Captain Power? Kind of like, imagine like a lot of him <laughs> every once in a while. But Copy it takes a long time. I did, there was like no transmorphin robots for like 45 minutes oh, of this 85-minute no. movie. I'm just like, what? I'm not, there's nothing worse than watching a whole bunch of terrible actors talk about fighting robots. <laughs> the, the, the thing is, though, that, that there's nothing about that that surprises me. Yeah. Because, again... They're they're not making necessarily a movie. They're just filling content. Absolutely, right. yeah. like and it is only eighty five minutes long, but it feels like crazy long. There was like that moment where I looked down at the my DVD player and it was just like, oh. 
fuck me. I'm like, so much more to go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and my that, God. I'm only halfway. And that's kind of like when I said, you know, Asylum's like the new sort of like Roger Corman, like B movies that are just like, we got to capitalize on the word Transformers. Yeah. So yeah, get yeah, it yeah, out yeah. there. Yeah, you know, the- they would say like, we got to make a slasher movie. They're really hot right now. And then you would have like an hour before anyone's killed. Right. Or whatever. Yeah. Do the do the robots transmorph? No. And if so what does that mean? Well, movie? that means there's a robot and sometimes his head turns into a gun. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> super cool. so horrible. <laughs> yeah. it's, the, the effects are so fucking bad, I cannot believe it was only 2007. Yeah. Unreal how bad they look. The same year as uh, Rogue. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I'll, I'll, you know, this was interesting. I read an article um, a, a few days ago about... Why there's such an uh, inf- uh, influx of British actors on American television shows and in yeah. American movies getting all the really big roles, and it's because they're more well trained than American actors. Like they actually go through the process and learn the craft and hone it before they wind up on shows and in movies. Whereas right. American actors are a little more just like beauty based. Yeah. And I'm right. watching this thing, and it's just, it's the worst acting I've ever seen in my life. And then a British guy shows up, yeah. and he's not terrible. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> even their worst. Is better than our crap. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, See that? That doesn't look bad to me. That, oh, I've get, pulled up an image there. I've pulled up an image good. from Transformers. Uh, it looks oh, like you a guy see it moving. Man, it's it, pretty. That, I don't care. That the, looks bad, the, moving or not. Yeah, that's really <laughs> I, I, bad. To, to me, it, it looks color, better than I The color scheme that's going on in the still here, though, is a lie because it, it is. <laughs> It's really obvious, like, if there's such a... They didn't even bother to try and, like, color code or shade things to go yeah, with reality, right. so they just stand out, like, these it, are drawings on a movie. Yeah. It looks yeah. like the the guy... It looked like he was standing in front of a video game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. man, when they blow up, when they show the world getting destroyed at the beginning, it's fucking fantastic. Like a PlayStation 2 video game. Yeah, yeah, I was going to oh, say, this, this looks maybe. like a, a really maybe. good video game in 2003. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> something like that. Or, like, a pretty good game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I don't know. This movie's a whole horrible pile of crap. I mean, I did kind of have fun because the acting's so bad. Yeah. Um, Is there anyone in this? No, 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 not at all. Uh, there's, uh, I guess, the most interesting thing was one of the characters, uh, General Van Ryberg. Uh, is, oh, he's good. Is, play, is played by a, a lady named Eliza Swenson, who's a horrible, horrible actor. Uh, sure but the role was written for a man, and then they ended up just casting her, but they didn't change any of the script. <laughs> they didn't even notice that she was a woman. <laughs> <laughs> they were no, like, ah, oh, I don't know, you. She's married to uh, this girl who's like the ex of one of the other characters, and there's a the whole thing. So they just left it. So she's like she's a like de facto lesbian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like they just kept oh. the exact same script as it was meant for a man to do but then just put her in. Yeah, so right. I was like that's kind of cool that they that's did awesome. that or I was like they're so bad at movie making they didn't know how to change oh, it. Oh, it's script. probably both. <laughs> it is fucking just but inherently like, well, awesome that's, that that that's happened. something. Definitely. I don't know. What else? What is there to talk about? I don't even uh, everyone's Pretty really boring. horrible. A lot of like kind of sort of I, I assume some of these people have done some porn based <laughs> oh. on their acting. Yeah, it, it, uh, did it, you know there was a sequel? Yes, I did. A prequel, actually. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Transmorphers Fall of Man. Fall of Man. Transmorphers Age of Extinct. 
Shit. Okay, well, so the movie's yeah, just really bad and Boring. stupid shit happens. And like, Oh, they're fighting the robots, and they're just... And also, 400 years is too long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they went with that. It's totally unnecessary. It was supposed to be 40, years. but he hit an extra zero and was like, yeah, yeah whatever. Like, yeah, fuck yeah. It. Like, holy fuck. Ring. Because yeah. they beat them so easily. It's just like, what were you... <laughs> Come on! Uh, and so they have uh, like their guns that they shoot at these robots with like fucking nothing works. But they all have these frisbees that oh sweet totally like, like annihilate these uh, these huge robots. And I'm like, use the frisbees all the time. For <laughs> Make everything. A million frisbees. No more yeah. guns that don't work. You know, for 400 years your guns haven't worked. Right. But you have these wicked frisbees. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, rogue team of froth players show up and they're like we're gonna fuck up you robots <coughs> um and yeah i don't know they're like whoa man these aliens sent these robots here to fuck us up for 400 years and then they open i don't know why this is the first time too yeah they too open long. one of the robots and there's like meat inside <laughs> we can eat this <laughs> it's been 400 years ago the director meat. left his sandwich yeah. in there and they just didn't bother to They're cut like, it oh in. man the aliens didn't send the robots the aliens are the robots and I'm like, I, was there a qu- uh, i wasn't concerned about that but all right let's go well and that's so, a big reveal yeah like yeah. like uh yeah there's just <laughs> fucking i don't know there's like steaks <laughs> they were just a transport. Oh my god, these robots are delicious inside. Space truckers, <laughs> you motherfuckers. Yeah, and so you got they got they figure out some kind of thing to shut down their central. They throw more frisbees at it. Yeah, I don't know. They, 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 I don't, you know what? I don't even know what happened. <laughs> they do something that shuts all the robots off, and they're like, hey, yeah. hey we did it. <laughs> I, found, I found this box of Grateful Dead frisbees. Let's throw them out. Yeah. Of, <laughs> And uh, we got some hacky sacks we could throw at them too. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they're allergic to dread wax. <laughs> they're allergic Hippies. to good times. Yeah. yeah, throw this weed at them. They'll never. <laughs> they ate Take mushrooms. All this brown acid. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I yeah, I watched the whole stupid movie and it was really bad. But awesome. what I can really talk about is I had it on DVD, so I also watched all, all the, the extras. Oh, yeah. please tell me about this. Was I want to know if there were because I know I think there was there was one that was like the special effects. There's the making of okay. the effects of Transmorphers and a blooper reel. Is the effects one like a 12 year old being like, okay, Dad, I'll do the effects for your <laughs> yeah. movie? The effects one is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's great because it cuts to the guy at, a, at his computer. He's like, hey, I'm the you know computer animator for this movie. And here's some stuff. And he spends the whole time, because there's this really awful scene where they're on these like, uh, flying motorcycles or something like that and it's just a terrible green screen and then like you know like whoa like picture uh, Michael Rappaport in uh, uh, True Romance you know auditioning oh yeah, yeah get yeah. off the hood you know like that <laughs> yeah. kind of acting right and uh, and then but the some of it they had to CG them flying around he's like so he's like showing how they CG'd this guy's Coat and shoes. <laughs> it's like, if you're kind of far away, it really looks like uh, real shoes. 
Yeah, this movie's about giant robots. Yeah. Let me tell you something about Yeah, uh, You know, we took a picture of this coat, and we, you know, uh, did some uh, image matching with the uh, textures <laughs> of it, and yeah, it look, kind of looks like a real coat. We really we really wanted the CGI coat to look like uh, the regular coat. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they come back, they leave, and I'm like, wow, I can't believe they're just showing me computer views in a fake coat. <laughs> That's the best. That was the best thing they yeah. had in oh, the movie. But they come back to it. Oh, like, I bet still the- like, look at this great coat this guy made <laughs> yeah. well bobby the- wouldn't wear his shoes on the green screen set and we said we'll fix it at post <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately it was half our budget <laughs> anyway copy and paste um, those robots 500 times and then in the uh, the making of is really bad just everyone's talking to the camera and how excited they are and what they think about their characters and stuff like that and yeah. does anybody talk about how much they got paid no, <laughs> so I would really like to. But one, uh, the, it ends, of course, because this movie was directed by Lee Scott or something. Yeah. And the one guy's like, ah, this is great. You know, Lee Scott, he's a great director. He's, he's one to watch. He's your next, you know, yeah. uh, Spielberg or whatever. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yep, that's great. Totally is, buddy. Yeah. And then there's a blooper reel. Which yeah, is like, that's what I'm very interested about. It was, I was too. I was like, I don't know, because, I mean, this is the worst acting. Yeah. And it, so it's just a watch a bunch of people who don't know how to act. Do it wrong, like yeah, just, like, just fuck up their lives. Yeah, there's like, nothing funny or interesting like when, about when it. People don't have a sense of humor, and they like fuck up their lives. Yeah, like, how is there's nothing funny? There's about nothing because they don't. There's nothing fun about it. Yeah. And there's this one scene where this one girl, who I guess, is like a former WWE diva or something like that. All right, I don't know. I've done, never seen her before, and she all she has to do is turn around and go. Now's your chance. <laughs> That's all she has to do, right. and she keeps turning around and going. Now yours chance. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Chow's your Nance. Yeah. <laughs> now yours chance. <laughs> Sorry, uh, now fine. yours yeah. chance. And then she's like, "Oh shit!" Now's your chance. And I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "Okay." Turns around. Now yours chance. <laughs> she does it like seven times in a row. I'm like, "Jesus Christ!" That is awesome. <laughs> uh, this director is somebody to watch. After this, he has made a series of more, uh, more mockbusters. More mockbusters. He yeah. did the Penny Dreadful Picture Show. Uh, obviously, what? a takeoff of the show, the TV show Penny oh, Dreadful, right? Oh. Piranha Sharks. Right. Um, oh, you know what? You should look at the poster for Piranha Sharks. The tagline is "People love sharks." <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yep. <laughs> People love sharks. It's basically uh, oh, starring Kevin Sorbo. Kevin Sorbo. Sorbo. Yeah, it's yeah. basically the the poster for Sharknado. Yeah. It's yeah. like a tornado with sharks in it, and then it's just called Piranha Sharks. People love sharks. Now I can get behind that. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, that's no, truth in no, advertising. That's just it's like we, ma- we remade the poster for Sharknado. Hey man, people like them right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know what? If I was in a blockbuster, if they still existed, and that was on the shelf, and that was the tagline, I'd be like, "You're coming home with me." <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'm like, I will watch. Yeah, yeah. People love yeah. sharks. People love sharks. Because people, that includes me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a people. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know, man. I. Uh, well, this is not any any more or less than I expected it to be. Yeah, because yeah. I did not du- expect you to come in going like, you know what? Yeah, yeah. well, because I liked the uh, the Asylum John Carter movie more yeah. than John Carter. Yeah, right. although it didn't have the dog that looked like Hamburglar. Yeah. No, <laughs> um, but I think that was maybe how did later. The dog looked like Hamburglar. 
Oh, sorry. Oh, Mary McCheese. Oh, Mary McCheese. Mary McCheese. Mary McCheese. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Not Amber. <laughs> well, the <laughs> like, dog could have yeah. been have... wearing stripes. Yeah, he <laughs> wore, wore stripes <laughs> and a tie and a big hat. <laughs> yeah, or... stealing Amber. He was stealing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, uh, think, yeah, that I think that was a little Mary later. McCheese. I feel huh? like Asylum stepped their game up after a few years. And by stepped yeah. their game up, I mean made slightly better movies. Yeah, yeah. Because maybe not all. extremely bad. Yeah. Like, unbelievable. And yeah, it's. They made it because technically they have to put a DVD in the box. Yeah. Right. And, oh, and the, I don't know. Okay, now you said something about sound problems with a bunch of the DVDs. Oh well, I yeah, there was a big thing about the first pressing of Transmorphers had like they fucked up the audio and it was all or some of it was out of sync or okay. something. Okay, this is all in sync, but I know why. I, I think I know what the problem is because I think they had to overdub everything. Yeah, because a lot of the outtakes too. You can't hear what anyone's saying. Like, uh-huh. they have fucked up something. But, it's like, the first half of the movie, anyway, I'm pretty sure everything is overdubbed. Okay. And it just feels really weird. I'm like, what am I fucking watching? <laughs> and uh, But there's a couple of scenes, too, where you just can't hear what people are saying. Yeah. Yeah. Like and there's they're talking. I can see their mouths moving, and I'm like, all I hear is the rain in this scene. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what's happening here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's really bad. But the, the acting is so bad that it's kind of, like... You watch twenty minutes of this. Yeah, yeah. Not you don't need to see the whole thing. Several. You'll see a transmorpher at some point in the first few minutes, and you'll see like ten people blow your mind with how much they do not know how to act. (laughs) I feel like I can watch that for a little bit. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. fifteen twenty minutes, and then turn it off. Several uh, several scenes were shot on the sets of Firefly Firefly and and the movie Serenity. Yeah, right. Oh, I read that. That's kind of funny. Are there any boobies in this movie? No, sir. No boobies. Casey's out. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't necessarily need boobies, but I feel like a movie like this, like that's that's one of your selling points. I mean, that's a Sorry, missed opportunity sure. for for robot boobies. Yeah, they could pull uh, a Howard the Duck and put some weird robot dude boobies I'm, I'm, in. Yeah. I got them a rubies. Uh, <laughs> you know, I just I feel like movies like this, like that's kind of one of their go to things. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Oh shit, we got absolutely nothing here. Yeah, violence or mo- yeah, yeah, violence yeah. or nudity. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's let's segue on over to our album. Mm-hmm. Last week, as I mentioned earlier, it was my turn to give a punishment album, and I had a few in mind, some more painful than others, and I believe I kind of talked through it with you guys and, I, mm. and, and mentioned that I had another one of my sort of, I like to go back and listen to albums that people have written off in, in discographies of major artists. Yeah. We, we did a Paul Simon album that I love, um, a while back, and and uh, I've even got some more ideas for these kinds coming up because I think they're always really interesting discussions. For sure, I feel like a lot of people have turned their backs on albums, and then you turn around and realize they're fucking actually not that bad. Yeah. So I picked a uh, Randy Newman album that is widely uh, known by critics and art and uh, his audience as one of his worst. Right. Um, the album Born Again from 1979. This was sort of you know. They were really pushing after Little Criminals, I believe, for more of a, another kind of like hit. And I think uh, obviously this album is in part a response to that because the cover art is him with like Kiss Kiss esque makeup on with dollar signs over his eyes, sitting yeah, at a yeah, desk yeah. signing checks, and then on the desk Pretty is a good. little picture of Very like good his album kids. Cover. Yeah, down for the album cover. And, and I feel like the album cover absolutely perfectly encapsulates what what this whole album is about yeah Yeah, totally and and it was also one of the reasons why uh from what i've read people didn't didn't know what to do with this album is because in the past he's kind of 
done these kind of angrily satirical, you know, yeah. easily misunderstood songs like Short People. Right. You know, yeah. is this just a really mean song or is it about something else? And and I feel like he's doing that again here, but even more sort of like, what's the point of this song? Although I feel like some of them I'm like, wow, this is not, this is misunderstood, I feel like, on some of the songs on mm-hmm. here. I, there's a couple where I'm like, no, this is brilliant. You just have to think about it for a minute. Yeah. I really like this album. I've been listening to it a lot, and I can't understand why people would just outright hate it. Yeah. Um, I think if you don't like Randy Newman, it's kind of, there's some weird curveballs on here. Oh, but it's, it's. Extremely Newman esque. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think. I feel like there's. If it is his worst album, it's a pretty good worst album to have, for my opinion. Yeah, I, I can get behind that. I, uh, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, not great. Okay. Um, yeah, I liked. Uh, uh, it's money that I love is a fucking yeah. great song. This this album great song. This album starts out. And uh, uh, I really like I really fucking went through this album. Yeah. Um, and it, it starts out like an album like I'm like I love this album. I just, yeah. This album makes me love Randy Newman. Mm. And by the end of it, I was like, there's elements of Randy Newman that I just hate. Yeah. <laughs> his pants. Mostly <laughs> <laughs> his pants. Don't worry, he's gonna take them off. Yeah, he's gonna take them off. No yeah. can See, stop like him. a thing like yeah. pants, I feel think like the president's gonna stop him taking no. his pants yeah. off. Pants. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel a song like pants. I I do feel like the one of the shortcomings of this album is there are songs where I feel like I had to read about his opinions on and yeah. others' opinions on to get it. Yeah, like pants is a song. I about didn't like, read about pants. I was just like, that's how the album ended, and I was like. Yeah. But, oh, all right. Because the yeah. song is just <laughs> him. Just ends with pants. Just yeah. him saying like, "I'm going to take my pants off yeah. and nobody can stop me." And then I read about like it was a response to like glam metal and how he saw like these like glammy sort of like larger than life metal people, pop metal, like making all these like sexualized like threats to the crowd, like "I'm going to take my pants off," and then yeah. like kind of recontextualized it to be sort of like, "Look how silly this is." But you right. don't get that from the no. song, really. But that's that's the whole downfall of this album, which, again, has some fucking... Musically, yeah. has some extremely bright points. Yeah. I feel like, like on something like um, Mr. Sheep, yeah. I feel like that's a song people have been like, oh, it's too mean about like a businessman. But I feel like in his voice, I get that the joke of the song is like, why is this guy... What is this guy better than this businessman because the whole song is him saying like look at mr sheep going to his job oh he fell down let him get by, get up on his own but i feel like i do get the sense from that song that like why is this guy making fun of this businessman it's not really about like look at these businessmen See, idiots that's my that's my huge problem with this album is is that i feel like this might be and i'm not that well versed in in randy newman albums but i'm very well versed in what he does yeah his sort of like again caustic satirical kind of stance but i feel like this must be his laziest album i can see that because it's like it it is just like him going look at that uh look at that businessman he isn't he stupid or is he do i think he's stupid you don't know maybe (laughs) i like him do i think the gay people should be called fags or do i think i should assault them with a tire chain and a knife that's not this song that's an, a different song that's but, uh, but half a man yeah mm. half a man like do i think gay people should be pitied as opposed to beaten up who knows yeah that's my stance or is it and i think that there's just a, like i think it's absolutely lazy i think it's an extremely clever person being extremely lazy uh, i can see that yeah. i feel like some of those songs though i feel like 
it's there. I just don't think it, it's. I don't think it's as obvious as some of his. Oh, oh, I think songs. the point. I think the point is definitely. I think he had a point. Yeah. I just don't think that he wove it into the correctly uh, or properly. Like, yeah, like or cleverly. No, and I can all. see yeah. that. I just. I, I think f- he probably has been told for the albums preceding this one how clever he was to the point where he's like, "I'm so clever, I don't even need to put the fucking point in there." Yeah. <laughs> I I like some of the slow. Like I feel like. Is it Pretty Boy that's really slow? And yeah. Like, Pretty Boy is a fucking great song. I really song. like that's that song. That's my favorite thing on the album. It absolutely yeah. is. I, I, I feel was, like... Th- that kind of... I, I was listening to this a lot. Uh, walk, I had to listen to it on a groove chart walking around because I, I had trouble finding it online. Yeah. But then I went to a uh, record store downtown that has everything real cheap and I got it yeah. for $3 <laughs> on vinyl. So I listened to it like that. But I was walking around and I, I, like a song like Pretty Boy because it is so slow. Yeah. Kind of, but it was so arresting because it's so pretty and terrible. Yeah, yeah see, I think that that's a, a, an example of where this album goes right in its in its ambiguity uh, of lyrics. Like, yeah, it's basically you know taunting this sort of like uh, dandy guy. Yeah, um, but. But this album feels more like, or this song feels more like a kind of a slice of life type of thing, where it doesn't, where it's not trying to have an opinion one way or the other. It's just trying to show you a scenario, and I think it does that very successfully. Uh, And and the music only aids that so beautifully because it's a weirdly fragile song. Very, yeah, yeah, it was very arresting in its uh, silences. Yeah, I do, I do agree that like I like I don't think pants is that great. I think even like reading his opinion and like no, what people no, are, you I just think it's just like it doesn't help at all. Yeah, so it's like, not I, that I, great of a way to end it out. It's kind of funny, but <laughs> for like a minute, it could be. Like yeah. I feel, yeah, I feel like it would be very fun. Like I feel like my kind of pretentious uncle would find it pretty. Yeah. Funny. <laughs> I get what it's going for. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, but this, I actually kind of had my own opinions. Like I, I was like, okay, well, maybe he's just talking about how you know uh, everyone can be owned by you know by the parents or the government yeah. or the president or whatever. But I can still fuck. I I can still take my pants off and fuck. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, maybe that's what Randy would say. <laughs> maybe I'm giving him too much credit or not enough. I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't put any thought into it. I was like, I don't know what he's talking about. I wish he'd shut up. <laughs> yeah, just take your fucking yeah, take pants, your pants off. off I don't give it. a shit. <laughs> take your pants off. Put your shirt on. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I don't care anymore. This was a stupid way to end the album. <laughs> pants or no. Yeah. yeah, I don't like. I'm still working my way through his albums, but I don't feel like. I've listened through them up until here to, a, and I've gone a little bit further. But I feel like it's and not. This that is sort of like the end of like creative goodness, isn't it? Um, it's not too long after this that he turns to film scores and stuff. Right? He did yeah, Trouble in yeah. Paradise. Was, the well was dry. Yeah, he did Trouble in Paradise, which I have listened to and is and I like. Which one has I love LA? <laughs> that's Trouble in Paradise. Yeah, okay. I like that's that one. <laughs> no, that's actually a pretty. That's a good album. Uh, is it? I like it. All right. Um, <laughs> And I've heard good things about the one after that in the 80s, Land of Dreams. It got yeah. pretty fair reviews. All right. I, mean, I don't know. I'm not an expert, but I feel like... I feel like for I bands... LA that, is the end. I feel like bands like that have had, like, legit, like, crashes where they just put, like, album after album after album of, like, unlistenable shit. Yeah. Like, I feel like if, if those... Like, because I like Trouble in Paradise, um, I don't think either this or Trouble in Paradise or uh, Born Again are, like embarrassing flops of like no, a, like no, crazy no, no, no. you know and that's what i feel like people make it out when you read about newman and yeah. like oh he had these great albums and in the 80s bottomed out or something it's not like 
you know, like the Beach Boys were like, and I've been fucking listening to a lot of the Beach Boys and they've got some great albums that in that period of like, oh shit, Smile didn't happen. And, yeah. But like, there's a couple in there where you're like, this is straight up garbage. <laughs> like 15 <laughs> big ones are, fu- yeah, 15 fucking big ones, man. <laughs> like that fucking album sucks. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like if this is your worst album, yeah, like there's some lazy stuff on it, but it's super listenable. It I is. listen yeah, to yeah, it yeah. a lot. No, yeah. I, and I'm glad I got the record. Yeah. I'll put it on again. It's yeah. fucking, it's, uh, I'm, yeah, I made uh, some eggs. Well, it's nice. <laughs> nice egg making album. Did this, al- this album made you make some eggs? Yeah. <laughs> like, and you're like, shit, I gotta make eggs. Yeah. <laughs> Um, in the shape of little Randy Newman. Yeah, and I dig that fucking album cover so much. Yeah, yeah three bucks for it to sit in my record collection. I'm like, yeah, it looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> Some what, records are good for that. We didn't talk about the ELO song, Story of a Rock and Roll oh, Band. Yeah. Right. Where he basically just makes up a history with the wrong band names and stuff. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought that was extremely stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know that one in like when you read the Wikipedia and stuff like that, it's like that's one of the songs that are kind of cited. Like this one album was considered a misfire, but yeah, uh, it says uh, it's uh, money that I want, and that are like considered some of his best, and was like, well, I don't, I, I don't know, I don't think about that. No, I thought <laughs> but, but I, I enjoy context, listening to that one. It's but it is like I don't like the, right. the synths in it are kind of like, oh, see, I did like the synth uh, in it. Yeah, um, and, and actually, in context of listening to it uh, fresh, like not having heard yeah. it before. And really liking the first track, like it's money that I want, yeah. I really or money that I love. That's I really like that, and I was like, oh, I think I might be on board for this. For yeah. sure. So that song happened, and I'm like, uh, and I wasn't really actually paying close enough attention to the to, to the lyrics to no. the point where I, the first time I heard it, I was like, did he say ELO? Yeah. <laughs> well, he he couldn't be talking about ELO. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then and then I'm the next song yellow. is uh, is Pretty Boy, so I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm fucking yeah, love yeah. this. Album. Yeah, and, and then going back and reading, because like I read all the lyrics along with it and everything, and and, and reading the lyrics, I'm like, oh, this is dumb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he does a, I mean, dumb. I think that that song is a pretty good like imitation. Like, it some of it sounds exactly <laughs> like something that he would the uh, yellow um, Jeff Lynn Jeff Lynn would produce. Like yeah. those key like those keyboards yeah, sound yeah, like yeah. ripped from the song yeah. So, yeah. to the point where some of the arrangements are literally because he's singing like these are my songs I like, and then it does the from the song. Yeah, yeah well, right. listen, not every clever idea should be a song. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and again, I feel like that's a lot of what this album is. Yeah, it, it, for it's sure. just like I can't fail. Yeah, I'm but far yeah, too great. I'm and super clever. glad I listened to it because I love Pretty Boy so much. And yeah, uh, track one, so yeah. so yeah. great. And there's other things that are fine on it that I liked, but those two are really uh, those are stand like a lot. Yeah, yeah. Really, I would not have ever heard. Totally mm-hmm. sweet. Well, all right. Uh, l- uh, email us and let us know what you think of Randy Newman. Is mm-hmm. anyone out there that really hates Randy Newman? Yep. Let us know what do you think of this album. Um, tell us because yeah. I feel like we don't get a t- like that. We got the strange Jason email yeah. about Zappa, but we don't get a ton of feedback about the music. Yeah. Do you like? I would always want to know. Yeah, what do you think of Randy Newman? Tell us because uh-huh. I was very surprised. I thought he was just like a goofy Disney guy, and I've been working through and been yeah, like, no, "There's I a lot here." His I like. early stuff's great. I really yeah. like his first album. I like his first album, but I I, I don't like the production. Yeah, I, I like that, that it's weirdy yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of orchestra stuff. Yeah, like orchestra singer songwriter. Yeah. But some of it, I just like ah. Uh, yeah. I just I, I the, just the content love, living is great. without you is so good. Yeah, so good, so good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like the song writing itself is fantastic. Yeah, but I'm kind of I can't do it all at once. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So all right, you watched Transmorphers. I did. You yeah. listened to Randy Newman. I did. Um, now you get to give us an album. Yeah. 
and you will be super nice about it. Uh, yeah. I've been I have, all week. <laughs> yeah. I've been trying to decide what to. Uh, Didn't you say last week like you knew already? I kind of knew, but like because I have uh, there's like three good albums, like albums that I really like that I've been meaning to to use. The one that I've been like the most on. I I don't want I, it's when I said that last week that I yeah that's know. what you're gonna I don't want to do it yet because I feel like I kind of want to wait until like spring is more actually here it's a okay. really good like, oh like a, a good walking around uh, absolutely it's yeah. great cool. for in transit so I'm gonna p- pump the brakes on that one and I, yeah. I was waffling between these two <laughs> and, and I I, I want to give you guys a good uh, album I really do uh, I'm sure you do that I'm, sounds like but you're I'm not sorry gonna, I can't yeah. I can't I have to send you on a Coca Cola roller coaster uh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I don't want to go on a Coca-Cola roller coaster. <laughs> I saw that video and I'm like, I can't not do this. Is there an album out for that already? Yeah, I know. Uh, it's been out for like a few months. It's Nickelback and that disco song they put out is, it's insane. The it's only so way I'm going to listen to this album is if the whole album is disco. If you're on I know, a I want to know. That's what I don't coaster. know. And I don't know if it is. And I don't, I just, fuck man. Look, I, I know that a Nickelback album is going to suck. Sure. But I could not believe these lyrics and yeah. that chorus. Yeah. yeah. What's that song called? Um, I'm trying to find it right now. I'm bringing uh, up their Wikipedia. Uh, so they've got a new... No um, Fixed Address. I think that's the album. That is the album. They got a new yeah. album out, and the song, um, the single off yeah. of it is a disco song, and the chorus, what is the co- oh, What's the song called? I'll look it up. Um, is it Million Miles an Hour? No. Sister Sin? No. It's something like that, isn't it? Ah. Hold on. Sa- she keeps me up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She keeps me up. That's what it That's is. That's it. Okay. Hold yeah. on. Coca-Cola roller coaster. Coca-Cola roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, it just blew my mind when I was yeah. listening to it. I was like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Oh, gr- okay. Wait. Before we get to the lyrics, this yeah. is this is um, f- this is scary. So critical reception. Yeah. All music rating three rating at three point five stars out of five. Which I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. And then now it's saying noted favorably. That the album is more influenced by EDM music yes. than oh. the band's previous work. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, good. So they're like, they're doing what Korn did. Great. Yeah, let's get some EDM oh, in there. Wonderful. Uh, so the chorus to She Keeps Me Up is, Funky little monkey, she's a twisted trickster. Everybody wants to be the sister's mister. Coca-Cola roller coaster. Love her even though I'm not supposed to. Yeah, which is, which is, ama- it's like, it, this is an album that, or th- that, this chorus, yeah. uh, is, is a chorus that Warrant threw away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were like, this is a little sophomoric. For what is us. a Coca Cola roller coaster? Coca Cola roller coaster. Why is she one? Oh, she's is she a, one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's big she's time. She's a Coca Cola roller coaster. Oh, my God. She's Coca Cola well, roller coaster. I mean,. <laughs> She's what I call a Coco Roco. <laughs> Listen, you drink a lot of Coca Cola. Oh. It's got caffeine in it. Yeah. It's going to keep you up. You're oh. on a roller coaster. Oh, you're she going keeps up. up. Yeah. You're going up the hill. Oh. Yeah, you're going up, but you're, there's also crazy it, twists and turns. It's a song about the dangers of sugar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Sugar, caffeine, sugar, roller caffeine. coasters. And then fucking, fucking, what's uh, her face? Yeah, and monkeys. <laughs> Some kind of monkey. Yeah. Oh, yeah, fucking a monkey. <laughs> go, go, don't, take, don't, don't eat a lot of sugar yes. and fucking caffeine and then fuck a monkey. No, do it. Because it's going to be Coco Roco. <laughs> Coco Roco. It's going to be Coco Roco. The, yeah. I love that the Owl Music gave it, a, gave it a positive review. What are you fucking doing? It's not only a commercially, a commercially canny move, it generates the best Nickelback album to date. I highly don't believe you. Yeah, that's upsetting. <laughs> All right, we're going to be listening to songs like She Keeps Me Up, Make Me Believe Again, Satellite, Get Em Up. She Keeps Me Up, Get Em Up. Yeah. Is that a sequel? 
I'm sorry. I really meant to give you a good album uh, this week, yeah, but I right. couldn't. Uh, yeah, right. You got somebody's got to get on oh, a Coca-Cola roller coaster. Yeah, I'm gonna get now, on a Coca-Cola roller coaster. See, <laughs> see if one of the other songs has like a seven up tilt a whirl. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I seven hope up so. haunted house. <laughs> seven up wacky shack. <laughs> I I've seen some stuff. Uh, I've been walking around Toronto and I've seen some posters for things that I was like. Make note of this in the back of your head, Dan <laughs> Gorman, that this is an album that exists right now. So fucking, we'll see what happens. Oh, Some God. things could be coming your way. I'm just He's saying. Threatening me? I'm threatening all of you. <laughs> I'm threatening you all for making me listen. I've never listened to a full Nickelback album. No, ever. I don't want to. No, I feel you know. Like you have a, didn't we do one? Didn't we? Did we do one? I feel like we already did one. I I've know. never listened to one. I don't know if we have. No, I, I think we've. I feel it's too low hanging fruit. That was yeah, easy. It's just yeah, too yeah, obvious. Maybe, maybe it was just too all, easy. Because it's so samey same, yeah. you know. And what's that thing on Joey's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there will never be anything. Nickelback is absolutely nothing to me, but that one Picture lyric. Of a thing There's on something your... funny on Joey's head. Always makes me laugh. <laughs> Things on heads make me laugh. <laughs> so put a sock on your head and I'll laugh. And I'm gonna laugh. You know, Joey, he's always putting things on his head. <laughs> They're not even supposed to be there. <laughs> One time he put a shoe. <laughs> like that's for your feet. <laughs> it's not typically for your head. <laughs> I'm impressed you put a glass on there. <laughs> you filled it up with water in your hair. <laughs> you kept it there for a long time. But now it's time to put it down. Yeah, and I'm an alcoholic. Oh, my God. Fuck this band. Yeah, okay. Great. Well, we'll see. Maybe maybe you'll get it. Like, get rock. No, maybe you'll love it. <laughs> oh, that that was kind of like that kind of a yeah, moment where like right after we recorded that episode, I saw like, something about uh, uh, Dave Holmes uh, wrote something for uh, a magazine. I can't remember which one about how how um, Kid Rock is going around talking about it's his right to call things gay. Oh, <laughs> to, yeah, like he, like he's like, no, you can't you can't take that away from me. It's my right to think things are super gay. Oh no, and, and, take yeah. back every positive thing we said about that. Well, the I idea mean, of that I album existing. <laughs> right. Yeah, but I was uh, like, oh, I sort of sided with this idiot. Yeah. Yikes. Delete it. Yep. <laughs> Everyone will be wondering where that episode went. Bigot, bigot, bigot. All right, well, let's get rolling. Uh, uh, this week we have a good roll because there's a good this loser. A real, like, I think, back to the theaters for everybody. I yeah. think the, uh, we're, the winner I'm like excited about. Um, yeah, yeah, it could be good. Yeah, it, it could also be really bad. It could bad, also be bad, but But it's either a way, I'm sure it's going to be entertaining. So Absolutely. Liam Neeson in Run All Night. Yeah. Uh, always, run I mean, away, I've been <laughs> I've been off uh, his movies. I feel like he's been on a run of bad ones with like Taken 3 he and stuff. He just keeps making the same movie over and this He's like, he's trying to get something done, and he keeps going to keep doing it until he gets it right. Yeah. And this looks the most right so Hopefully. far. Ed Harrison, yeah. or Joel Kinnaman. That that trailer looks is he's just Look fucking dynamite. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so like movies like that that take place all in one night or day, you know, like yeah, yeah. I yeah and I like it when I like it when fucking Ed Harris is just a motherfucking badass. Oh, yeah, do yeah. that dead-eyed stare, and Fuck he's like, yeah. "I'm gonna kill you." Yeah, yeah. 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 Love great. That. So, so uh, 
I'm yeah. Hopefully this is good. I feel like a good action movie. It's the right time. Winter's go, getting out of here. Hopefully and get a nice fun action movie in there. Yeah, why we'll not? see. Mm, um, but the loser is an uh. Is a movie it played Tiff and I remember seeing like what is this movie like is it because because when they play Tiff they generally just give you a couple screenshots and they had like Adam Sandler looking kind of sullen and maybe it'll be like a indie kind yeah, of yeah, you right. know dramedy and maybe he's back to something good the cobbler um, and then the trailer and the posters have come out one of the posters is particularly ridiculous this poster on IMDb right here just kind of looks like hey he's a sad man in the city drinking coffee maybe it'll be a good movie Mm -hmm. Um, but it's uh, Spanglish meets click yeah but the idea is that he's a uh, he he repairs shoes and finds out that like when he puts the shoes on he can become that person so he'll walk a mile in their shoes yeah I know oh I just got that (laughs) (laughs) oh god yeah not since 1000 words or whatever that Eddie Murphy one was where he was like I can't I can't talk or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I haven't even seen the movie, and I already feel hammered over the head. And didn't Adam Sandler <laughs> do one where he like granted wishes for kids or something, and they made it rain gumballs or some shit? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Gumball rain. Yeah. Gum- <laughs> yeah gumball rain. Ah, the gumballer. The gumball. Yeah. Gumball rally too. Yeah, it's that's... raining. <laughs> the gumballer. Um, I'm gonna find it. I'm going to find that. Bedtime stories. That's the yeah, one. Oh, there you go. oh, yeah. Gumball, bouncy, rain thing. Hotel. Look. Yeah. Magically wishes come true or something. So we got another one of those. And it, the trailer for it just looks awful. And the trailer, not only does the idea like for the movie look pretty stupid, but the way that the trailer is edited, it looks like they put the least amount of effort into it. Just well, like, that's, that's the Sandler way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's the transmorphers of uh, celebrities. Yeah. <laughs> Um, just gonna see. Who- he's wearing real shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's your connection right there. Whoa, whoa, the whoa! Wait yeah. a second. He's From the director trans- of the station agent, he's like, you know what? Yeah, I can probably, I can that probably guy, see that guy's pretty shoes. good. Those shoes, I believed all those shoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From the director of the station agent. Really. Re- oh, I did know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah totally. That's what made me go, whoa, what? <laughs> I love the station. Wait, what did yeah, that yeah, make yeah. you go? It made me, sorry, it was a thing that made me go, hmm. Whoa, hmm. what? <laughs> no, I love the station. That movie's amazing. Yeah, it's a Super fucking charming. fantastic. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. So that's all. So confusing. that's what we're rolling for. Casey's going <laughs> to cobble it up or, or go see r- running all night. I'm going to cobble up some shoes and then <laughs> run all night. Yeah. Well, you can't do both. That's a six. I cobbled up a six. Not bad. All right. I'm going to roll here. Pretty good. That's a five. Okay. Right. Five and six. Greg is rolling. That's a six. six. Woo. Oh, you're going to yeah. see the cobbler. Go get right. yourself some shoes, buddy. If that was lower, then I would have been exempt and you would have re-rolled. But because it's lower than the sixes, then yes, I guess yeah. I have yeah. to go fucking see the cobbler. Yep. Yep, you're going to go. Well, that threat about an album is going to come true. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, you guys said go eat cobbler, right? I went home and I had some cobbler. As much peach cobbler as I could. I I went around town, I ate a bunch of cobblers, and I will now review them for you and tell you which the best cobblers. I hate my life. I don't want to see the cobbler. (laughs) No. Yeah, well, I don't think anybody did. In fact, I think that might be the conceit of the show. Yeah. Wonderful. Anyway, so 90210, something happened. I'm out of here. (laughs) Not happy. Oh, yeah. You get so depressed when you lose. All right. This is not a good good lose. Tune in next week for reviews of The Cobbler and Run All Night. Yeah.
and we will be talking about that album mm-hmm. by Nickelback. Yeah. Cold roller coaster. Yeah, we'll ride him. What is with ride you up. and like fucking Kid Rock? And then what is with you giving us greasy douchebags? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just dirty, filthy. <laughs> Thick layer of disgusting <laughs> ooze dirt bags. Yeah. Um, um, okay. Scumbag rock. Yeah, Speaking right of greasy dirt bags, yes. <laughs> there is a segue in here. It will take me a little while to get to it, but remember be, that. But it'll be very rewarding. Yeah. Uh, 90210. Yeah, relay. Let's do it. So we have been watching season two of 90210, Beverly Hills, that is, yeah. and we have been <laughs> relaying them around. <laughs> Every episode of the show, we watch yeah. one episode of Beverly Hills, 90210, and uh, we, we talk through it. We figure yeah. out whether or not it passes or fails versus on the morality kind of play mm-hmm. it is decided and to be. we never watched 90210 no so if you you haven't watched it this is fine yeah because we've never seen this is it. our first go through yeah i know it's We're not just... like we picked this because we fucking love <laughs> yeah, it no. We're just grown yeah no yeah we definitely watching 90210 for our first time <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, we gotta get good at saying that off the top you're right yeah. i think so you know yeah this is our our fresh reactions to yeah, yeah, a, yeah. old tv show so right. you know how big of idiots we are yeah mm-hmm. um why so this week it was my turn. Uh, we've been waiting to watch this episode and hear about this episode because the title of which is Meeting Mr. Pony. Yeah. <laughs> um, this movie, this this episode is not at all what I expected it to be. Uh-huh. I expected it to be a good time, fun, <laughs> pony like, riding, pony riding, yeah. hilarious, and it is uh, one of the dark ones. Oh, oh boy! Oh, no. All right. Yes. So happened. Is is Mr. Pony heroin? <laughs> Meeting Mr. Pony and shooting him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the B-side to Slam Dance with Mr. Brownstone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Meeting Mr. Pony. Meeting Mr. Pony. Oh. Um, okay, we open on the wa- at the Walsh's. Uh-huh. Uh, Brenda's studying radioactivity or something, she says. <laughs> and you're like, what? No, she isn't. I know. And uh, she's there with Dylan, and he's, like, giving her all lovey-dovey eyes, and she's like, stop, we gotta study. And they start making out, and she's like, you're kind of being a distraction, and... He and Dylan's like, you're so obsessed with this midterm and you study too much. And and she's like, we can't study here or we're just going to make out. So we got to go somewhere. And he and Dylan's like, not the library. Oh, no. And they leave. Do they say make out? (laughs) Uh, No. Okay. This is that's a Dan Gorman. uh, That's a Dan Gorman original. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I will pre note. There is some hilarious kissing sounds in this episode and they do it for a reason. Could you recreate those sounds now, please? (laughs) <laughs> and that's and that's weird because that's you know, not what kissing sounds like. <laughs> and, and it's also weird because you sounded like a pony eating an apple. Yeah. <laughs> well, here you go. It's a rich tapestry. Um, <laughs> yeah. They, and they have a point for making the audio on the kissing up, and it comes to play later. I'll get to it. Oh, weird. It is weird. You'll see. Mm. So then we cut to Brandon. <laughs> He's at the PP. Working at the Peach Pit, yep. right. Andrea, and Andrea and Steve, sorry, are there helping uh, each other study as well as Brandon's kind of dictating his studying as he works, which is probably annoying for the people eating there. Right. Um, Kelly's there. Or, or the people watching this show. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly's there waiting for her parents to finish wedding planning or something, and Kelly and, and uh, Donna and David are there too. 
and they're also studying and it then Brenda and Dylan shows up so it's the whole gang Yay. so they weren't going to the library they went to the pee pee oh. um, and then they went to the beach pit <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's getting late and everybody is gone now uh, time has passed everybody but the gang is gone and so the gang are kind of packing up and leaving and Brandon's like I gotta close out the peach pit um, Brenda's like I need another 15 minutes to, to study and Dylan and Brenda then decide that we're gonna make out some more and there's more like kissing gross sounds and then Dylan, yeah, Dylan. <laughs> Dylan's like, come on. No, Brandon's like, we got to go take out the recycling. Help me out, Dylan. And and they're like, all right. So they go do that. And then Brenda is alone in the peach pit. And then there's a big kind of like reveal that Andrea comes back in and it scares Brenda. And she's like, oh, my God, you scared me. And Andrea's like, I just came back to get this thing. See you later. Uh, so she leaves again. <laughs> this is kind of building up the tension that Brenda's alone there. Uh-huh. Um, so now Brenda's alone again and the bell rings again uh, for the door and it's this greasy... Pony. <laughs> Pony. <laughs> it, it's this cute... Boy, that just paid off twice. <laughs> it's this super greasy, like, weirdo guy with, like, gross hair and he's got a trucker hat down and he's got a shotgun uh, and he's what? like and he just busts in and scares her and he's like um, he's like give me all like is there anyone else here and he's like really like crazy like freaking out super gross give like, me all your insane. money on a pony yeah where's the pony <laughs> so he's like I smashing things pony. <laughs> every restaurant has one safe and one pony <laughs> i want them both now so he's like smashing things and like shoving the gun into her face it's actually like legitimately like pretty intense and Ooh. and uh he like makes her get on the ground and you think he's gonna like assault her but he doesn't um, and he makes her get the money for him and then like leaves her basically like cowering in a corner, like crying. And meanwhile, the entire time this like horrific event for a teenager is happening, uh, Brendan and Dylan are out back juggling cans and bottles. <laughs> and then they, they drop one and it smashes. They're like, you hear something? Eh, probably not. Are they any good at juggling? Yeah, they're all right. <laughs> but meanwhile, this like horrifying thing is happening with like somebody getting a shotgun. Yeah, He's yeah. like putting it in her face and being like, "If you fucking say it, didn't say fuck," but he says like, "You say anything, I'm gonna like kill you. Like you're dead. Yeah. Like pretty horrifying." Um, and then they come back and and they go in. They're like, "Oh my god!" Like the whole place is all fucked up. And they see her like in a corner, and she's obviously rightfully upset and super freaked out that she's had this crazy traumatic experience. Um, so the cops come. Uh, and they get the ID of the guy who robbed her from her. The Walsh parents arrive, and the cops decide, okay, like you, you guys can all go home now. But then Dylan is like, "Where's your purse?" And the guy must have taken the purse with her keys and her ID and her address and everything. Right. So, oh fuck, like he could know where she is. So <clears throat> now we go home, and Brandon's like. <laughs> an idiot he's just like he could be here any minute <laughs> he's like he could be on his way right now like oh fuck off like that's not what she needs right now and then dylan's like don't worry he probably took the money and dumped all the ids without even looking and then dad is like yeah she probably would have hurt you while he had you there like easy dad <laughs> does he seem concerned at all they, they they seem concerned but are saying the exact wrong things and and it seems to be written that way but it is kind of uh, like easy jesus take, yeah, it, take right. it easy on this person who just went through this like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and he could be on his way right now he could be outside <laughs> right now he could be anywhere and he's probably mad at you yeah <laughs> i wouldn't want to be you right that's now. basically what happens and then mom says <laughs> mom says do you remember mr pony <laughs> 
And Whoa. and then Dylan's like, "What, Mr. Pony?" And the dad d- tells Dylan and everybody everybody else knows, but Dylan doesn't. Um, Dylan's like, "What are you talking about?" And dad's like, "Well, Brenda used to ride this horse when she was younger, and she was she was riding <laughs> and it this horse." Pushed her down and took her purse. Well, <laughs> this was, is the same thing. She was ri- she was riding this horse, and the horse got stung by a bee and bucked her and ran away. Nothing was broken except her spirit. She never wanted to ride a horse again. So dad bought her Mr. Pony, which is a stuffed animal pony, while she was sort of um, feeling better. Buy, buy her a stuffed... Uh... <laughs> a stuffed assailant. Yeah. So they decide that eventually she she was happy to have her little stuffed animal, and she got over it and eventually rode again. So it was about something... Somehow it was related. And I wrote in my notes, I said, and they say this is related somehow. Um, yeah, anyway, so. better go out and get her a stuffed mugger. Yeah. Um, so she goes to bed, and Mom brings up Mr. Pony from the garage. They found it, and she's trying to go to sleep, and she can't. Uh, she keeps hearing dogs barking outside. Uh, she gets up, <clears throat> sees her bathroom doors open, so she goes into the bathroom, and then the guy's there with the gun. And then she wakes up from that nightmare. Oh, uh, damn it. And it's the morning. <laughs> I am so pissed that that was a nightmare because that would have made this episode fucking awesome. <laughs> um, so now in the morning, mom and dad are in the kitchen and there's a woman's crisis booklet there. And they're like, we should give this to Brenda. And, and they talk about how Brenda like did, said already that she didn't want it. And maybe they shouldn't like push it on her if they're being too forceful. Um, maybe Brenda will be upset or something. So Brenda comes down and they don't give it to her. Brenda's telling everyone that she's fine. She slept great. <clears throat> so we go to school. Donna, uh, in the uh, tradition of everybody saying the exact wrong things here that they should say to someone that just went through this, is like, well, if I would have been there while you were being robbed, I would have had a heart attack and then I'd be dead now. <laughs> it's like, God, say that to your friend. Fucking just got robbed. Um, <clears throat> so then Brenda goes up to Dylan. And this is super weird because she just went through a traumatic thing, but she goes up to Dylan and then, like, points a fake gun with her fingers into into his back and goes, bang! And then, like, whoa, Brenda. Wait, Brenda did that? Yeah, to Dylan. And then he's like, uh, what? And then they, she's like, just joking, just just proving to you that I'm okay with all of this. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, but it's super weird. Yes. And you're like, why would you do that? So they start making out, and then... <laughs> and then, Well, I'm glad that's over. Yep. <laughs> and that's what happens, because the sound of making out is now triggering her, thinking back to them making out before she got assaulted by the, the sound gunman. sound of it is not the actual doing Abs, that. Both. Uh, all of it. So she's flashing back, and then she Why gets, does that make her think of it? She gets really upset, and then... Uh, she starts hearing like a truck driving by because there was a truck driving by on the soundtrack and like the peach pit bell starts ringing while she's at school and she's like oh my god and I wrote down like post-traumatic stress disorder for sure yeah uh-huh. and uh, so we'll get to that <clears throat> Brandon has to go back to the peach pit and Donna and Kelly are like how could you go back there after what happened and then they all start <laughs> talking about it and then they all decide that they should all go back and face the place again like together and then Brenda's like I can't do that I gotta go home and I was like why would you guys even be talking about that like the day after, like let's all go back to where you got a shotgun in your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we can get over it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll reenact it over and over <laughs> and over. Okay, Dylan, you be the gunman. <laughs> um, and Andre- now make weird kissing sounds with your mouth. <laughs> Andrea talks to Brandon about Brenda and she's worried about her. There's a scene with that. We go home. Brandon goes into Brenda's room to talk and says that he's very impressed with how strong that she's being. 
um, for being so good about the robbery and how it's great that she's, you know, persevering and all this. But he mentions that Andrea was worried about her. And then Brenda is like, I don't need your burden or your pity, blah, blah, blah. Basically overplaying like that. She's fine, even though she's not. Right. Uh, so obviously we'll check in here in the middle of the episode. It's an episode about like her getting over post-traumatic stress disorder. So this it's clearly being like, you need help. Why aren't you doing it? But she's hiding it. Yeah. So far. So she's having more nightmares. Um, in the morning, she, uh, everybody else wakes up and they're late now for some reason. And we go up to Brenda's room and it's revealed that Brenda hasn't come down to leave for school because she's like um, obsessive compulsive disordering out in her room. And she's like ripped everything apart, her entire closet, had clothes everywhere and and has made them all upset because she was like, I got to clean everything up now and like distract myself from this. <clears throat> shave off my eyebrows <laughs> yeah so uh it's it's still midterms at, at school so they go to school and teacher the teacher rings like a bell to like start the start the exam and that activates her flashbacks again uh um and and in this one brandon and dylan come back and they get blasted like with the shotgun uh. so but the the dreams are now like escalating to things that hadn't happened in first, the actual the, the first dream they were really bad at juggling yeah <laughs> no, they're well, really that was bad at juggling har- and they're getting shot that was it. a harsh reality about yeah. their terrible juggling <laughs> <laughs> they'll address that in a separate episode yeah um uh please tell me <laughs> like when the the scene where they get sh- where they get fucking blown uh, away they just by come a back and she's like don't come back and then the shotgun blows and then it goes to black or whatever yeah. oh so you, you don't, don't actually see that no, they like, don't do no that thing squibs on yeah them, like no. like fucking big bloody squibs or like that thing yes, like that on thing that like they rigged them. them with huge bloody <laughs> squibs <laughs> but I wanted at least like you know that thing like where like they tie a line to them and, and then they yank them back yeah I wanted at least that for sure. No, not at all. But this upsets her, and she runs away screaming. Dylan chases her, and, and she's obviously really upset. He comf- he comforts her, and she doesn't understand what's going on and why this is all happening, like why she can't get over it. So now we're at home, and the dad and the mom come into her room, and she's in bed, and they talk uh, and say they tell her, basically, you need to deal with like the problems that you're having after experiencing this horrible situation and stop pretending that everything is fine. And they mentioned that uh, she should take some counseling and that they have an appointment for her if she wants to, but she doesn't have to. So, good job, parents. Not yeah. so bad. Um, so, Brenda decides she's going to talk to a counselor um, about her obsessiveness and what's going on inside. And the counselor says that she has post-traumatic stress disorder and that they'll get through it together. And so, she asks Brenda to find a happy, secure memory for her happy place in her mind to go if she ever gets upset and Brenda's like well it was when I was riding this horse Sylvester every week like, well, there, was Sylvester. This time, there was this time that I got mugged yeah <laughs> that was, oh no wait yeah, well <laughs> didn't like that she one. says her riding her horse Sylvester when she was a kid and so she goes to her happy place where you see like her dad like watching her like I took you to ride horses and she's having this great time and then the gunman shows up and puts a gun to the kid Brenda's head oh. and she's like he's in my safe place now and then the counselor's like, we'll have to work to like get him out of your happy horse dream. <laughs> um, <laughs> so now the whole gang is waiting at uh, the house for Brenda to come back. And they don't, for some reason in this scene, they don't want her to know that they've been waiting there worried about her. 
So they're like, we got a bro, she's pulling up in the car. We got to figure something else. Uh, we could play uh, Twister. Like, why would we be playing Twister? Don't know. And then they decide to play Scrabble <laughs> and they like dump a Scrabble board onto the table and it's all like frenetic. Like, she's going to be here any minute. And they put a bunch of squares in and she comes in like, what are you doing? And they're like, we're pretending to play Scrabble. Well, they're like, <laughs> well, they're like, we're playing Scrabble. And she looks at the board and none of the words are real words. Yeah. And they're like, uh, yeah, we're playing a version of Scrabble where if you play a real word, you get a you get less points. <laughs> oh, there could have been a way better because that's actually a pretty good setup that they're, oh, we got to pretend to be playing Scrabble and then everything's not, like, that's a that's a great comedic premise. It's not, to though. Pay off, it's not played. Why I was, are, yeah. You're, like you're kind of like, I was like, why are they even bought? Why don't they just like wait for their friend and be like, how are you? How was counseling? But even if you're going to use that that comedic premise of like, oh, we're, we're pretending to play Scrabble and none of the words are real words, the ex like there could have been any number of ex. Oh, we're playing the French version or something yeah. like that. They could have paid it off so much better. It the way that they pay off the like, oh, it's a a new ver a fake version where you can't play words and that's a bad to play a real word is so stupid in the execution. It made me laugh pretty hard. I was like, what is going on in this scene? So they actually, I mean, was it executed well no. or was it? it was no, it was so, so dumb that I, that I laughed. At, like, why would anyone even say that? <laughs> right. <laughs> and and why like I just none of it made. Sense. And so she's like, obviously, you're not doing that. <laughs> um, so they're like, yeah, we were waiting to see if you're okay. And then they talk about how some of them have seen shrinks before because she's like, you know, wants to feel comfort that she's not the only one who's ever had to go to therapy. Mm-hmm. And David Silver's like, uh, I saw a shrink when my parents broke up. And then Kelly reveals that she did as well. And then Donna was like, I wanted to see a shrink, but my mom said I had no real problems. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. nothing a shrink could fix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going to see a shrink. My mom said I was a lost cause. <laughs> <laughs> and then Steve is like, yeah, I saw a, uh, I saw a shrink too, but it didn't lie on a couch or anything. <laughs> like he's really defensive about like, but I didn't lie down on a couch <laughs> while I was there. Uh, well, I was like, that's what? a moral victory for you. Yeah. Dumb. So then the cops call and say that she can come point the gunman out in a lineup, and they all say that she should do it, and she gets uh, upset about it because it's bringing it back up again. Scary music. Dad and Brandon uh, say that she needs to go point him out, and uh, she doesn't have to worry about him seeing her because it'll obviously be like behind the window or whatever. And Brenda's like, well, I never want to see the guy again. Mm. And uh, Dylan's like, yeah, well, the guy, I'll go do it again if you don't, or something. And I'm like, easy, Dylan. Bump the brakes. Yeah, come on, man. And Brenda's like, yeah, well, you were on the ground wondering if your head blown up by a shotgun, Dylan. And I was like, yeah, Brenda. Yeah, good point. Good point. Um, And then she's like, I want to go when I'm scared. And they all support her then now. I don't know why they were yelling at her before. (laughs) And then she decides to go. How would they? How would the guy not know it was her? Yeah, she'll be behind the the window and everything, but he, he'll know why he's getting arrested. Yeah, and yeah. who fuckings are. But there was, I guess, not other people. Well, there was other people outside because there's a there's a bit that I skipped over because it didn't really pertain to anything. Yeah, but, but if like, there's one, Andrea's gonna... outside getting in, and she's like, maybe I, I saw him too. I should talk to them. And but I was like, none of this is going anywhere. Yeah, all right. yeah. So, but I know you, you're right. But if there's if, one person that's going to stick in his it's mind, him. it's I'm, her. I'm really pointing out some yeah. flaws that are completely. And he has her stuff, yeah. and that would be a whole like, well, yeah, yeah. If she, if he does realize that he can come get yeah. her, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but she goes anyway. And uh, she goes in to see the lineup, and they're all, like, going up the window and putting their hats on, and, and she's having, like, kind of flashbacks, and it's getting really, like, trying to be arty with, like, she's getting, like, more and more, like, frenetic editing. Right. Um, and then the one guy goes up, it's the fourth guy, and she's like, it's him! 
and they 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 match him and it's him and then she goes to leave and the cops are there and and she's like just one thing tell me tell me who this guy is and she and the cops like it's Mr. Pony. That would be great. A pony all along. <laughs> the whole time. He used to be a pony named Sylvester, and now he's <laughs> out to get the person who made a bee sting. <laughs> no, and the police are like, it's a strung out seventeen year old, and Brenda's like, seventeen. That's my age. Oh, dun, dun, really dun. makes you think. Really yeah. makes you think. Not really. Uh, oh, back oh, in the peach pit. <laughs> yeah, back in the peach pit, Brenda is oh going. Oh my god, it could have been me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brenda's like, okay, I'll, I'm gonna go back to the peach pit, but I'm kind of unsure about it. And she goes in, and it's all pretty okay. Nat's there, and he hugs her and congratulates her on being so strong and going to point the guy out and stuff. And then the whole gang sits down, and she's like, "Boy, am I glad to be back with my friends." And then uh, they talk about the midterms, and she's like, "I forgot about that or something. I I gotta make that midterm up." And Steve's like. I don't know, choosing between being held up at gunpoint or doing midterms. Think I might pick gunpoint. And then they all share a laugh like, oh, we're over it. Now it's <laughs> now it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> and then at the end of the episode, Brandon goes into Brenda's room, because we got to end it that way, and uh, sits by her bed with her to chat, and he says goodnight, and uh, she asks him to go get Mr. Pony for her so she can have a good night's sleep with Mr. Pony. Oh, and then we yeah. fade out. That's who Mr. Pony is. Yeah. Hey, Brandon, can you get Mr. Pony? <laughs> hey, Brandon, can I see Mr. Pony? <laughs> Show me Mr. Pony. <laughs> Make him ride. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> It oh, wasn't no. a bee sting. <laughs> um, fail. I, I I gotta say I gotta say pass. I was on gonna this. say pass, but I, I feel pass. like everyone did all the wrong things and yelling at her and stuff like that. Yeah, they no all ponies. did the wrong things, but I no think fail on whether or not. Yeah, I, I wanted not. something entirely different from this episode. I think yeah. if the if the moral of the story is when something very traumatic happens to you, you. And you're telling yourself like I'm okay, I'll deal with it. Mm-hmm. I think the basically the the arc of this one is just like she needs to go to counseling. She's working through it with a counselor, and and fing- and figuring it out. And I feel like the the main thing is just like don't tell everyone you're okay. Yeah, I feel like that's what this one was mostly about. All mm. the stuff with like the way they were like you idiot, go point him out and stuff was stupid. <laughs> but the fact that she went to counseling and then did what was right to point him out right. and then is getting over it i feel like Fine. of all of the episodes this yeah. is the only one that approached like it, yeah it seems <laughs> like there was at least some sort of a step-by-step structure yeah. of something that happened uh-huh. i mean it was pretty ridiculous but yeah they got around to it that the if it was like she kept saying no and then things kept spiraling out of control and stuff and then they didn't resolve it like they often do yeah. Yeah. i feel like that i would have been like no yeah fair yeah. enough Fine. It wasn't I just, what I expected. I wanted a, a crazy pony story. <laughs> although, although the guy, the bad we all guy, want a crazy pony. <laughs> the bad guy showing up in young Brenda's dream and putting a shotgun to her head, like it's obviously supposed to be like a scare moment, but it's not handled well. And you're like, it sounds, what? <laughs> it sounds like it, that has potential to be pretty hilarious. Yeah, yeah very nice. But he, the guy, that, whoever the guy is, I didn't look it up. That plays the skeezy guy, like. That whole scene with her, I was like, holy shit, this just got like, this is a serious one. And he's like waving a shotgun in her face. I was kind of like, this isn't funny. Yeah. yeah. It gets, it was pretty intense. Cool. But other than that, yeah, I Garbage. think it's passed, but, <laughs> but only in the moral. Otherwise, people were being dumb. Right. <laughs> yeah. But right. I mean, I, I don't know that we can fault the show for that anymore because we mm-hmm. know what, what we're in store for. Totally. We know it's going to be fucking dumb as shit. Yeah. 
Um, all right. Well, next week, Casey's up yep. to bat. Here we go. Mm-hmm. 90210, yeah, relay. Beverly Hills, that is. <laughs> <laughs> they loaded up the truck and they moved to Beverly Hills 90210. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Another episode in the bink. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for listening. Yeah, um, that's it. Remember, you can rate and review us on iTunes. You can email us at info at modernsuperior.com. You can go to modernsuperior.com without the info at before it and check out all the other shows. Let's Scare Matthew Price to Death is going along good. New Super Zero yeah. episodes. Super great. More like it. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, lots of other stuff up, on the, up there. The do-over, drink-along, and more. Please check out modernsuperior.com, and you can yeah. follow us at... S-Y-N-W-P-C on Twitter and you can also follow us at f- uh, Facebook.com slash S-Y-N-W-P-C as well. Yeah. Sorry, did, I zoned out very temporarily. Did you yeah. mention that uh, Let's Scare Matthew Price to Death uh, is on the new and notable? No, uh, but yeah, I mentioned yeah. it. That was great, but it's yeah. also new it's, and notable. It's mm-hmm. as new as it is notable yeah. on iTunes. That's it's right. just nice that we that, uh, that uh, one of our shows made it to totally. The, uh, yeah, and more episodes coming up. There's yeah. one with Greg coming. Yep. Yeah. That's me. Who's Greg? Oh, him. <laughs> oh. Me. oh, your name. Your name's Greg. <laughs> yeah, I'm over here. Me. <laughs> I used to be a pony. Uh, Sylvester. <laughs> I hate bee stings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That whole thing, though, like when they talk about it, is like she was on a horse and then a bee stung the horse and then the horse butt. That was hilarious. The way yeah. they were t- I was like, what does this even have to do with anything? Yeah. <laughs> uh, pony. Yeah. No. Well. As always, thank you for listening, and we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye, Internet. Yeah. There is still a ghost at the end of Safe Haven. It's back in the news with the uh, the, the episode of How How Did This Get Made. Just Uh, remember, it's a ghost at the end of there, and we told you about it. That's right. Hey, you know what? This episode... There's a pony at the end of Safe Haven. Oh my goodness, what a Coca-Cola roller coaster. Straight <laughs> cash. Coco Roco. Coco Roco. This has been a presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network. 